Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. That used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I'm gonna me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. That used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I'm gonna me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. TRPE back in here on a Wednesday. Uh, sorry for the delay. You know what I mean? Brothers was living life and doing things. And <laughs> no, we weren't. <laughs> we were not living. <laughs> traveling, trying to get some content. And uh, we back in here. I am Chad Fain. I'm Matt Kane. Dan Mitchell's here. I'm here. <laughs> I must what's, say. What's Dan's fake name? I always be getting fucked up. Ben. Ben. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Josh. Big Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> I was also in a past life. I was uh, cousin Wayne from yeah. South Carolina. Also, big Wayne in this bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, the number one most requested thing in the TRPE Nation right now is the Big Dan interview. Oh yeah, yeah we're gonna yeah. make that happen soon. We gotta clap it off for Big Dan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Big Dan has become a fan I'm favorite. Yeah. yeah, I've had people tell us like, "Yo, man, you know y'all dynamic before was cool. You know, with the white boy and all that. He was cool. He was cool. Yeah, but with Dan." Dan's hilarious. Yeah. Like, it's a whole different level. You know what I mean? So, shout out to y'all. Shout out to everybody uh, listening. Shout out to everybody watching on YouTube. Shout out to all the patrons. If you're not on Patreon yet, you're missing out. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, what the uh, fuck y'all waiting for, man? Yeah, Patreon.com slash official TRPE. Yeah, you got to get on the Patreon. You know what I'm saying? That's where all the the, the, the breakdowns is at. Yeah, that's what that's where the deep dives is yeah, at. You, you know, know what I mean? The analyses and the life hacks and all of the other cool stuff. That What's the Ma- Magic Johnson hashtag analysis? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That shit is over there. Magic Johnson come on the joint. Like if they just play good defense. Oh yo, my my, uh, my Twitter is officially gone. Oh, it's gone, gone. gone. You deactivated it. You wasn't back soon enough as a rat. It's gone. Should have gave me them followers. I mean, <laughs> could have used that for promo. I I, I I deactivated it, and then it was like I I don't miss it. Yeah. And I, I like I went to to get on the other day, and it was like you can't get on. I was like the fuck, and I was like, oh yeah, past thirty days. Yeah. And I just like put my phone down and kept watching. Put your mind shit. at ease. Here's yeah. the thing, Twitter. We said this a few months ago. Every app has an identity, mm-hmm. and Twitter's identity has become like. Terrible. The, the far left social justice warrior. Don't play with us. If we don't like what you say, we're going to get you out of here. App. And literally, you have people that log on every day waiting to pounce on any thought, stream of consciousness, or whatever that they disagree with and get you out of here. Oh, the fake woke, the fake righteous. The people the, that don't leave the crib, the keyboard I, warriors. I, 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 like, at one point, Twitter was, it was a melting pot. Like, that's what it was. It's social, it was social networking. Yes. That's what it really was. And think about this on the, on the grand scheme of things. Me and you now have started a trucking company. We yep. have a media company. We have a podcast. We do all this shit. Like, we be out here filing, like, paperwork yeah, and shit yeah, together. Yeah, for sure. I did as met you on Twitter. Yes. That's what the fuck Twitter and you know it's I know people who who like married people off of Twitter yeah because it wasn't it wasn't just as scummy and low hanging as it become yeah. as it became rather and I've realized yo in the last year I'm like yo I interact with like 19 people on this joint yeah. and that 19 people I interact with I be at their house so it's really you know like <laughs> I can just group chat you this <laughs> like I go on Twitter and interact with you and Ra and Joy it's just like yeah. I'm around y'all you know so it's just like yeah. this is pointless. 
all all it be is like you know you like every now and then you have a stupid tweet that might go viral or whatever whatever and it's just it it be, it used to be funny and it's funny because Kevin Hart did the interview with Drink Champs the other day. Shout out Spank Spank he pulled Spank up on the stage. You know Spank got his little ten seconds and shit, and he was talking about Philly Twitter and how it used to like that shit was really really fun and ridiculous. And you know we used to really really go. You remember Twitter flag football yeah. and all these different things and it's just and we had our biggest stars. All participating in Philly Twitter. Meek, mm-hmm. Kevin Hart, uh, Questlove, a little bit, yeah, a little bit, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's like we had like we had our own thing. Our you own remember community. Philly Twitter versus Styles, Philly Twitter versus Ari Spears, Philly Twitter versus Joe Button. Remember when Joe Button blocked all of us? The whole Philly, the whole Philly. <laughs> <laughs> the whole he joke. blocked everybody except Rich. Philly the, the boss. The whole Joan got he's like, blocked. He, he's like, he's going down. He's just typing Philly. Yeah, location blocking niggas, <laughs> <laughs> niggas indiscriminately. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, it was just, it was fun. And I realized in the last couple of years, yo, it just changed into, it's just exposed culture. You know what I'm saying? The reason the other day that the, the shit got sent to me to to log into Twitter was for a video of somebody. And it's just like, this is really where Twitter is at now. Mm-hmm. This is what it's become. It's just, we exposing people and arguing and dissing people and trying to play people. And and it's uh-huh. just, you know, I don't know. Shit just too positive. So I, it just, yeah. Maybe if I can get on like a... Uh, Christian Twitter, you know what I'm saying? Like something where, you know, yeah. the, the church folk is Twittering. Uh, maybe, I don't know, but just. Yeah, Twitter has Twitter has become crazy, man. And like I said before, we used to let the good times roll. That's out the window. Uh, you know, the only cool new redeeming factor is they have uh, the, what do they call it? Uh, Twitter spaces? Circle. Twitter circle. Twitter circle. Where you can like basically, your tweets only go to who you put in a circle. So it's like a close oh, okay. friends, but it's on your feed or whatever. So that is actually pretty cool. Remember when they started the 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 videos, the story yeah. on Twitter? Yeah. Bad yeah. move. Yeah, what was that? The uh, fleets. Fleets. Yeah. Remember Jules couldn't find the fleets? <laughs> <laughs> I said, that nigga over there on one of them green Macs. <laughs> in the middle of the desert trying yeah. to find the fleets. Yeah, that was a that was a rat, man. Um, it's a lot of hot topics right now. Um, we came in here with a real tight itinerary because it's so much going on that we just want to tack like a strong four, and then they kind of go wherever they go. Yeah. Uh, I think where I want to start is, I want to start with Atlanta. Let's start with Atlanta. We have to, to recap our week. Let's, the weekend was absolute nonsense. Um, I think at the end of this. 25 or 30 minute analyses. Um, we're definitely not getting invited to revolt anything. No, and I'm okay with that. No, I've, I've made peace with it already. No, no fish fry. <laughs> no, no, we took a couple extra days off. Puff might call me yeah, after this, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Um, now, puff it. <laughs> <laughs> now, puff. damn, Playboy. I'm what I'm, I'm hearing things, I'm seeing things on the internet, yeah, man. What's going on, man? Chad is family. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Revolt Summit 2022, Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I, I, I want to start by saying this. I flew down on points, 18,000 points. I had to pay $11 I in taxes. I flew on points too, baby. I had to pay $11 <laughs> in taxes, so my flight was $11. Bucks. Um, flight was pretty awful. You know what I'm saying? They put me on like a Cessna. Oh, like man. Like the John that, uh, what was the, who, was, who was the first niggas to fly? Right oh, the right brothers. brothers. They put me on one of them Jones. <laughs> first class, but one of them Jones. I didn't. They, there was no first because I went down Friday night. That was that was a part yeah, of that first class was horrible, bro. That was a part of going into this. Y'all both had already got your tickets for Saturday. For me to pick up the media passes because we had media passes because TRPE is 
fucking media. And we gonna get into that. Yeah, oh brother. <laughs> like, I had to, the media passes had, they told us in the email, what time did the media passes have to be picked up by? One o'clock. <laughs> they had to be picked up by one o'clock on Saturday. You weren't coming in until one o'clock. Exactly. And Dan was coming. I'm like, so the only real way for us to get the passes was to basically come down early as shit or the day before. Mm-hmm. So I bit the bullet like, fuck it. The reward flight I found leaves Friday night. I'm like, yo, this is perfect. There were no first class, nothing. So it was like, all right, fuck it. I'll take the 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 John. I, I'll sit in in a, a economy, whatever. Yo, I didn't know it was that many rows on the plane. I just forgot. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> they had you like 64. Yo, when you get to 43, <laughs> you like, God damn. Like, and, and I don't know what it is about getting back into the plane. No one can read. No, like, no one knows the first six letters of the alphabet. I'm looking 40. This is this is a okay. I, I'm I'm D. That's on this. Okay, that's on. It's just like. <laughs> Oh my God! It like, says here I'm at 84 R. Yeah, <laughs> where do yeah, I go? Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a mess. But I, I flew down on points. I stayed at the hotel. I stayed at the Courtyard Marriott. I'm gonna get into that. I stayed at the Courtyard Marriott, right around the corner from y'all. Dan I'm was getting into that is hilarious. Dan <laughs> was at the West, and you was at the Ritz. Yeah. And I only reason I booked the and court, it was a triangle. It, we was literally like all on the same triangle, block. Yeah. And the only reason I booked the court because the Ritz was 102, and I should have did it, but I knew I was going somewhere this weekend because I'm going to the Chat Law. Or whatever the fuck it is in New York. Okay. And that shit is expensive as fuck. That shit is like $1,500 a night cash. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. So, I'm like, fuck it. I cannot waste. I can quit yeah, yeah, Marriott. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nice. It's Marriott. Two days, you man. Know what I'm in saying? and out. In and out. You know what I'm saying? Nothing. 60000 <laughs> Let it ride. You know what I'm saying? So, I go the fuck there. Boom. I flew down on points. I stayed on points. And we had media passes which gave us credentials to, you know, the whole experience at the Revolt Summit. So, yeah. realistically, I paid $11. And I, I kind of want to go to small claims court. About <laughs> <Right. laughs> 11 <laughs> like, like, real shit. Um, before y'all got there, because y'all came Saturday. Uh-huh. Friday night, I walked down the views. It was like a hookah lounge, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Um, peach tree. On Peachtree, nice. It was a nice place. Nice. DJ was fucking it up. Um, you know, they, the Atlanta asses was assing. They, yo, the Atlanta ass <laughs> is unlike ass. I, 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 maybe Houston. The asses. I was in just saying Houston. The asses wasn't like ridiculous. Not look great. Like the ass. Damn, that's a big. I mean, like ridiculous. Yeah, Where yeah, it's like yeah, the ass that ass is like. Imagine taking like a, a F one fifty bed and putting it on a Durango, like just for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Like some of the masses you see down there, it's like what the yeah. fuck. Like, but anyway, I go to views. Uh, I thought it was interesting that she asked me if I wanted a hookah while wait because I got takeout. Cause I'm like yeah. I'm, not, I'm by myself. Like I'm not about to be in this. I'm like yo, can I get, order something from the bar? Whatever, whatever. I order some catfish and some fries. You know, simple shit. She's like, you want a hookah while you wait? I'm like hell yeah, that's hell a, yeah, that's I want a hookah. And I didn't realize when she, when doing it like. This is going to be a long wait. They put your ticket to the bottom. They're like, oh, yeah. you got a hookah. Yeah, he's going to be We're going to try to slide him some Julio. <laughs> Keep his ass here. <laughs> like, so I get my food an hour and some change later or whatever. At that point, I'm starving. So I just eat the shit in the... In yeah, I'm not even leaving no more at this point. I'm eating a takeout joint yeah. at the bar. You know what I'm saying? So I'm eating whatever, whatever. I slide about it. I go back to the telly. So I'm just up. You know how you first land somewhere, you just kind of be like up and shit. So I'm up, I'm chilling, whatever. I go down to the bar, the uh, hotel, whatever, whatever, get a little drink, whatever, get another drink. So now I'm like, I'm kind of on or whatever. I go upstairs, let me lay my ass down. I lay down, I wake up at like 3.30 in the morning, right? 
So now it's 3.30 and I'm starving, right? Yeah. So I'm just like, damn. And I told myself to get something else at the place just so I could have it, yeah. whatever, whatever. So I'm like, yo, I'm starving. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, where can I get food? Because there's nowhere possible I could get food at 3.30 in the morning. After COVID, yeah. there's no way. So I turn the TV on. The TV, you know, I'd be like having the shit on it. It's a uh, in-room dining. 24-7. I hit the in-room dining. It's a 24-hour dining. I'm like, oh, there it is. You know what I'm saying? God did. Like, right. there it is. I call down. I hit the motherfucking button on the jaw. Boy answers the phone. Yeah, courtyard front desk. I'm like, hey, what's going on, bro? I want to order something from the 24-hour dining menu. He's like, oh, yeah, the 24-hour dining menu, it ain't, it ain't really rolling right now. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> is it rolling at all? Yeah. Like, you're just saying it ain't really you, rolling. Is it limited? Like, like, is it popcorn only? Like, is it, can I get something? He like, I mean, no, like, it ain't, like, it ain't, ain't nothing shaking. And I'm like, so no, right? So I'm like, okay, are there any options for food? And he's like, I mean, we got like a, a, a assortment of frozen food down here in the freezer. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, fuck it. Here I come. You know what I'm saying? So I come down. Ask the nigga some dumb shit. Where you at? I, right. I, I come the fuck down. I come to the joint. The assortment of frozen food in the joint was DiGiorno pizzas. They had cheese and pepperoni. That's the assortment. So I'm just like, what the fuck you say assortment over the phone knowing damn well you just yeah. had two frozen pizzas down the shit. So I'm like, fuck it. Let me get the pepperoni joint. So I get the pepperoni joint. He was like, uh, you want to pay for it? You want to charge it to the room? I, I use Lee credit card for incidentals. Charge it to the Run room. Let it ride. Let me get something to drink too. Let, <laughs> let it ride. You know what I'm saying? So, boom, I come back up. I get back in the room. It hit me like, damn, I don't got a microwave in this joint. So, I'm just like, what the fuck? You know, I'm like, I'm like, damn, like, ain't even no microwave. So, I come the fuck back downstairs. I'm like, yo, cuz, I ain't got a microwave in the room. He was like, yeah, you went off so fast, I wasn't even able to tell you, you know, did you want me to get you a microwave or whatever? I'm like, well, yeah, I'm going to need one. He was like, all right, well, yeah, check this out. You can go back up. You don't got to wait for it. I'm like, you goddamn right. I'm about to wait. I'm like, bring that shit upstairs. So go the fuck up there. Now I'm sitting on the edge of the bed waiting. Holding <laughs> fucking and pizza. A strong anticipation. <laughs> Trey Song's anticipation five. Dog, the nigga shows up with the microwave. He's like, here you go, bro. Whatever, whatever. He come in, plug the shit up. He's like, all right, you have a good night. I'm like, all right. I take the shit out. You know, the, the box bend back and it turned into a little stage. And you put the pizza <laughs> yeah. on the shit. Put it in the microwave. I put that shit in there. This microwave... First off, it didn't have a name on it. I should have known that. When you got an unnamed microwave. It's a microwave. Yeah, like, yo, this, like, no production company was proud <laughs> of what they did to put their name on this shit. Bro, I put the pizza in the microwave for six minutes. I swear to you, the pizza was, was colder after the six minutes than when I put it in there. I'm like, yo, this joint more frozen, yo. What the fuck? How long did I have to run this pizza for? 15 minutes. 17 minutes, dog. 17 minutes. Then you want to know what the catch 22, like the cap to it all was? I take the pizza out and don't got a knife. Because they ain't even know utensils in this motherfucker. Yeah, you gotta eat the I whole. ate it like a chalupa. was <laughs> <laughs> so fucking mad. That was like 450 in the morning. <laughs> that was my first night in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Y'all showed up. Well, next day I get the fuck up. We got to get the passes by one o'clock. I take an Uber over to the grounds. Now, <laughs> I didn't even know where the Revolt Summit was at. Like, right. I didn't know. I, did, I For some reason, I just thought it was at, like, a convention center, 
State Farm Arena. Because when it was in Miami, it was at a convention center. Like, I, I just thought Rick Ross Mansion. I like I just thought it was yeah. some, <laughs> like, a place. So when I go on the Revolt website, and it was like, it's at 787 Windsor. And I'm like, what the fuck is 78? Is that a building? Yeah. So I go and look. It's just an address. So I'm like, what? So I, I get in the Uber. Boom, boom, boom. Yo, 787 Windsor. You know, whatever, whatever. She take me over there. She was cool as shit. We get to the joint. As we go in there, I'm like, yo, this is, you know. Looking a little dilapidated. Yeah. Gucci Man LaFleur. Like, this, <laughs> this is looking like trap house. This look like we're field mob shot yeah, their first video. Yeah, like. yeah. Yeah. Cuckoo cow. Like, this is not looking right. Man, I get there. Come the fuck in the joint. Y'all had sent me both the QR codes. So I'm like, yo, I'm going to scan all the QR codes, get all of our media credentials. That way y'all ain't got to worry about coming in late. Come to the desk. I'm like, hey, what's going on? Matt Kane, the realest podcast ever. Here go my John right here for the QR code. She's like, okay, great. We happy to have you. You know what I'm saying? Here go your media band. I'm like, yeah, I got two more QR codes for my team members, whatever, whatever. She's like, okay, well, where are they at? I'm like, one just landed. The other one is in the air probably. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So she was like, oh, well, they got to come get them. And I'm like, well, no, no, no. And Kendra, who's running the drone, gave us the email. She was like, yeah, you can just get all of them. She was like, yeah, I don't know where Kendra at, but like, <laughs> you, you, they got to be here with the QR codes. And I'm like, but they're not going to be here by one o'clock. She was like, oh, that don't matter. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I done flown down this motherfucker and had this goofy shit with this DiGiorno for no fucking reason. I'm all like, based around this one o'clock cutoff. All based around the 1 p.m. cutoff. Which is a farce. Which was a complete farce. You know what time they shut down? 5.30. Who knows? <laughs> Five, they shut the media drone down at 5.30. Dog. Dog. So I'm like, well, what the fuck? Like, if that's the case... You know what I'm saying? So now yeah. I'm just here. I got my media band, but now I'm just here. And I, I only did that. Like, one, I wanted to see Jay Petty. Shout out Jay Petty. Shout out the whole team from Wyatt and Kennedy. Um, great people, man. Great, Amazing people. Great, great people. Um, we got to kick it with them. Uh, his wife. We actually, because um, I got all her stuff and shit. Uh, Teresa Collins. She's the PR director for Wyatt and Kennedy. She was nice as hell. JP Day was showed us nothing but love the whole weekend. Even tried to scumbag us into one of the tents. The, art, the, the celebrity tent. Yeah, security bull was ready to kill you and shit. <laughs> the crazy part is you was in the tent. I was in the tent. And was behind him. I was like this. But he was just <laughs> I was like, sidestepping. <laughs> <laughs> I seen Mandy B and upscale Vandal. I was like, all right, I'm going to just, you know. He lets you rock. And he just turned and was like, I'll fight you, big dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? And Teresa stepped up, and she's like, hey. He's like, no, no, no. They're with Jay Petty. He's the keynote. Da, 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 da. And boy, like, yeah, no, that's cool and all, but I ain't about to be covering for y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't I ain't falling on the sword yeah. for this whole situation. And I'm like, damn. It just kind of re reminded me of, of various, like, situations I've been in just various places around the country where, like, literally, like, a nigga making $18 an hour is making executive decisions. Oh, yeah. And that's yeah. bad yeah. for everybody involved yeah. because it leads us to where we are right now. <laughs> and, um, you know, a lot of times when people get hired for jobs, they only use like their job sense instead of common sense. Right. And, and using like job sense and being overly rigid on certain stuff is like, it puts you in, it puts people in weird predicaments where it creates all these additional questions and scenarios and thought processes and stuff like that that just wouldn't even exist if you just be like, you know what? Oh, yeah, they with the keynote. Oh, yeah, go, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, yo, it, it started this whole downward slope of like, all right, well, if we're media and we have media credentials and we can't go here, where can we go? 
you're getting a little too far ahead now. So when I get there, I get my media band. Okay, cool. I let y'all know, and you're snapping on the plane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you was going off. So I get in, I'm like, whatever, whatever. Dan hit me like, hey, I'm on my way. I'm like, all right, I'll come out and meet you, whatever, whatever. So boom, go in for the first keynote speakers, right? It was like a guy who owns like his own social media, Jones, another guy who worked for AT&T with a ridiculous suit. It was- That a, was a spot, the obligatory sponsor uh, keynote. Yeah. It was um, a, a, a lady who handles like marketing for all these different companies she worked with, whatever, whatever, whatever. And they, they just weren't great at speaking. And then the shit that they were saying was coming off like real, like, you know, you know, you know, them, 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 them buttons, them ask me how buttons. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, was coming yeah. off like, like that. You know? And I'm just like, remember Simi on coming to America? He was like, I'm beginning to think that these are the people who have stolen our luggage. Like that, that's what I'm just yeah. like, I'm beginning to think that this is a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> <laughs> like, like this shit ain't adding yeah, up. Start this, feeling like wake up now. If start feeling like a uh, real, real, um, uh, little Richard, I'm a pony up this jail. Like it, yeah. it was getting weird. And the shit that like, a couple of them was saying was just like, not like factually correct and not really like making much sense. The one guy was like, he talked about the importance of monetizing your content, which is right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And he was like, you got to monetize your content. He was like, everybody now who's monetizing their content in five years, they're going to be so far ahead. And the people who aren't monetizing it, you're going to just be catching up to where they at now. And all right, bet. I'm with you, big dog. Right on. Right on. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay. Right. Just monetize. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm doing that. Yeah. So in five was... years, I'm going to be rich. And then he was like, you know, like, look at bad Barbie, a bad baby, whatever the fuck her name is. He was like, look at her. You figure she made 40 something million dollars last year from monetizing her content. She made more money than Nick. Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, Lotto, Meg Thee Stallion, all of them, just for monetizing her content the right way. And I'm like, well, she's ass naked on OnlyFans. Yeah, in a vat of honey and like, milk that's and honey. different <laughs> than somebody dropping. I'm like, and I'm standing to, thinking to myself, like, if Cardi B created OnlyFans, the U.S. Treasury would have to yeah. step in. I'm like, this ain't a real yeah, good. Cardi B is on OnlyFans right now, essentially being a comedian, and she made $9 million last year. Like, yeah, if Cardi B decided <laughs> to get a double dildo <laughs> and get it cracking on that show, like, yeah, Cardi B could run up 40, 50, They would arrest her for wire fraud. Yeah, yeah, straight up. Straight up. She'd reach oligarch status <laughs> in, in 24 hours. <laughs> I would buy two memberships. So where I'm sitting, now mind you, I'm a respectful brother. I don't just make decisions. I don't, I'm not that bull. I'm yeah. really not. And I honestly feel like at superstardom levels, I'm still not. I come in, I come up to the girls who are working the whole thing. They got clipboards and earpieces and shit. Hey, how y'all sisters doing? My name Matt Kane, realest podcast ever. I got my media band from, you know, my whole media company, whatever, whatever. I'm trying to figure out where should I go? Is it just sit wherever you want or whatever, whatever? The girl was like, oh, if you're media and have a media band, you can sit right here in the front because that's revolt guests. Yeah. The seats say revolt guests on them. Then, like, the first three or four rows, then, like, the rows after that say VIP. Then, like, the next three or four rows is, is general you know, wherever. I said, okay. I sit down in the front. I'm watching the first keynotes. I watch Jay Petty. Jay Petty killed it, whatever, whatever. In between Jay Petty and the next person going, this other girl comes over, and she was like, are you with revolt? And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm independent, whatever, whatever. She was like, oh, well, People who went revolt, they got guests and they need these seats. And I'm like, I'm looking around. There's no one. I'm on a row. It's it's empty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, some seats all over, <laughs> all over here. Mad seats. Mad seats. You need, you need somewhere to sit. And she was like, 
No, but we're like, we need these seats because, you know, we got a lot of people coming in. Like, you know what I'm saying? The No Limit people is here. And I'm like, who do you? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I don't, I'm lost as to what that has to do. If this is media seating, yeah. I don't like. Like, Ghetto Dope was a classic. I love that album. Ice cream was my shit. But I'm like, you know, I'm like, what, what is, I'm, I'm lost. So now it's starting to be like a thing. Like, it's, and it's, it's starting to get like. You know, I'm that boy, like, all right, I, this is a little too. So the yeah. other girl who originally, she came over like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with her. Like, I don't know the issue. Like, you perfectly good. Because they were stopping people. They kept stopping. And I'm like, why don't y'all just put a sign up to tell people where to go as opposed yeah. to y'all just making it up on the fucking fly. So now it's just like, it's just too much. And Dan there, and I'm just like, yo, I'm going to just step off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I never even went back in the joint. You know what I'm saying? Just because it was like, yo, this is weird. I don't I like. going to hold you. They would have had to remove me. I, I can't do it. It would have been. It would have been. It and that's been. what he was like. He was like, "I'm glad Chad ain't done." <laughs> they would have had to remove me. You know me. I'm, I, you put the battery in my back. Yeah, fuck <laughs> it. They, they would have had to escort me. They would have had to have four of them eighteen dollar hour niggas come get me. I was just like, I ain't doing it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I walked off. I'm like, all right, this is weird. So I come out. Me and Jay Petty link now. Me, him, Dan, whatever, whatever. So he like, yeah, what? I don't know what the fuck is going on. Da, 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 da. So Dan like, yo, where is the media tent? The girl is like, oh, they not doing that this year. So I'm like, what? What year? What year is it? You know what I'm saying? Like, what? What? What do you mean they not yeah. doing it this year? She was like, yeah, they used to have it to where it's like when you had a media credential, they had a separate tent that only you could go into, and all of the keynote speakers, all the artists, whatever, whatever, they'd be in there so you can like, you know, get at them, get content, whatever. We like, yeah, that's why the fuck we thought we got invited to this. She's like, yes, that's yeah, one. That, that's the point. So, if there's no media tent, what is the purpose in the media ban? The girl is like, I mean, you here? <laughs> And I'm just like, honestly, I'm at the cause of motherfucking scene for this little eleven. Call Ben Crump. Yeah, yeah, where you at, man? <laughs> I'm at the call Crump. Ben Crump, where you at, man? Y'all playing a lot of games. Y'all playing a lot. So at that point, Dan is like, all right, I'm checking out. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm ready to slide. So then you now you're there. You mm -hmm. pull up with the rental. You pull up damn near to where you can like. Because at one point, they shut yeah, the shit listen, down. listen, I finagled my way. I, yeah. just, I just started looking for bad streets. Dan was like, no, you got to go up. I'm like, all right, cool. I just found a street that went up. <laughs> it just went across until I started seeing balloons and signs. And I got right up to the teeth of the joint. Like, and I stopped. Get out. So, so now let's pick up from where I So now we're picking up where you come up. So now I come up. I'm in the car. I'm on the phone with Dan. I'm like, yo, um, I'm talking to Dan, whatever, whatever, because I'm trying to tell him where I'm at. He's like, oh, no, I know where you at. Just stay there. Don't move, blah, blah, blah. So I see my man Sad walking up. Right. I'm in the, I'm in the rental, fishbowl, no tent. Sad, look up from his phone, see me. My nigga. Walk over, whatever, whatever. By this time, Dan rolling up, whatever, introduce them. We swap out. Dan go where he going. I start walking to the joint. So I come in contact with my first $18 hour, brother. And this nigga, like, looks like, uh, what's the bull from uh the, from the Wizards that got caught with all the weed and shit? Crittenden? Uh, no, Montrez Harrell. Oh, Harrell. <laughs> Montrez Harrell and shit. Wait, Montrez Harrell is on the Sixers now? Yeah, that's on the Sixers now, yeah. He got caught with a bunch of weed? He got caught with a bunch of pounds in Kentucky. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where the fuck was he? Yeah, yeah, they discharged it right. recently, whatever. So he good. So I uh I roll up. I'm, I'm with Sad, whatever. Sad got his... 
QR code out. Bam, my man, like, yeah, I need to see a QR code. So AT&T is the official sponsor of the event. They have blocked out almost all cell phone signals Yo, from anything that's not AT&T. They some geniuses. They, them niggas is brilliant. Yeah. They some evil geniuses. So I'm trying to get my QR code, whatever. It's taking long to load up because I got Sprint Mobile, T-Sprint. So I'm fucking trying to load my joint up. My man, like, yeah, yeah, my, my man, uh, I'm going to need you to step over here. Like, I'm in his way. Keep in mind, there's at this point, there's nobody up here. Yeah, I'm going to need you to step <laughs> step to the side. You know what I'm saying? Because when you came through the gate, yo, the first thing I should vouch for, because I came out, Metro, is you came in through the gate, and I see your face, I'm like, you cool? I didn't have to flex on two motherfuckers. Two motherfuckers. <laughs> So I, so I, so I'm like, damn, I'm like, damn, dog, like you doing all this and all that. You don't know who was who. Like that's my biggest point. It's just like, yo, you don't know who was who. And black people have this thing where we see other black and brown faces. In my case, a yellow face. And motherfuckers just as, oh, you ain't nobody. You just a nigga. That's a, that's just here. Yeah. Fuck you, nigga. Just a nigga. You just a nigga. <laughs> just a nigga. So I get my first you just a nigga, John, as I as dealing with him. So right. I, I walk off saying, like, damn, bro, you cool. No, I'm not cool because I'm here as a especially invited guest to be here, and I'm already being treated by trash by a nigga that's not gonna have a job on Monday. Right. This is problematic. Right. So I walk up, I see the John that say media. I slide to the media, John. I talk to them. Girls were super nice running the media joint, whatever, whatever. The girl they, was super nice. I'll give her that. At the at media, the media joint, super nice. They give me my bracelet, whatever, whatever. They say, yeah, you know, you want. I said, I said can I go out this side joint? She's like, uh, don't open the bike, right? You got to go back down and around. Cool. I go back down and around. I go through the line and say VIP slash media. I walk up. They dealing with somebody that I presume was another, v, that was a VIP or whatever. Right. So he got to get his QR code out to get his band. So I walk up. I say, yeah, how y'all doing? I'm. Chad, TRP, Rose Pocket, whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm media. They like, oh, well, you media. You got to go back. Mm-hmm. I'm like, right. Oh, well, just go ahead. Then I'm like, I'm like, y'all just, y'all just looking for reasons to turn motherfuckers around. Just yell. Like, just yeah. yell and yeah. just be mean to people. Right. So this is my second negative interaction. I've been here for four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so I walk up. I see Matt. We talk. We get the moving around, whatever, whatever. The first thing that stands out to me is like, all right, cool. We on this little creative campus or whatever, whatever. It actually looks pretty nice. Cool. The first thing I notice is it's like four food trucks. Five. For like 3,000 people. It was five food trucks. It was five food trucks for 3,000 people. And keep in mind, bear in mind, special invited guests, media, whatever, whatever. Our credentials is comped and all of that. Nothing is on the house. No. You got to, everything is a la carte. Waters. Yeah. Am I lying there? Waters and Ciroc. Yeah. Everything is a la carte. And they wasn't serving Ciroc. And they was doing it hourly. Gotcha. Like you Shot get, o'clock. Like one to two. Yeah. But yeah. then two to three, you on your own. Three to five, four, <laughs> we'd be back. Like, that's how they was doing it. So I noticed this. And it's just, so we get over to the right side of the campus near where the main uh, stage was or whatever. It's just masses of people. Look like they just unloaded Noah's Ark. Yeah. It's just masses of people just standing there, whatever, whatever. So we get them bouncing around, whatever, whatever. We call Jay Petty. We meet up with Jay Petty and Jen, whatever, whatever. We leave from over there. Jay Petty like, no, you got to go over here. And then you got to go over here. So he takes us to the Puma Zone, whatever, whatever, where they were supposed to be doing something. And then we get there, and there was nothing going on. No. So then we leave there, go back. He like, oh, no, I know where to go. We going to the fucking VIP tent. We go to the VIP tent, and then this picks back up right. where my man... I, I'm in. Yeah. I'm literally in. Jay Petty is already in the back of the tent right. or whatever. Because he just wants some. And just kept walking. See, what it is is y'all, I think it's you from your club, Joan, where you just have a, 
Just walk right the fuck in like yeah, you own the walk place. Walk like you own the place. You gotta, and, you gotta, uh, you gotta. My cousin Stevie G say you gotta test your game out sometimes. My, I know I ain't supposed to be in here, but my, so what? My thing is like being a big guy. I don't want to get hit with the cattle prod. Like I don't want a motherfucker. <laughs> they going to straight to violence. <laughs> yeah, like straight to violence. Yeah, just no ifs ands or buts. So that's why I stopped and was like. It's cool. Yeah. And the security ball, like, it, it's so weird. Like, he looked at you and was like, yo, I don't know if you're supposed to be in this joint. And it was like, and it turned to me. It was just like, why well, ain't letting you the fuck <laughs> <Right>. in? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, and now Jen is in the mix. And she's like, no, they with Jay Petty. It's all good. She's like, it's good. It's good, brother. It's good. He like, no, it ain't good. No, you know what I'm saying? It ain't good. It ain't, it ain't good. Because I, 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 <laughs> I ain't about to be responsible, you know what I'm saying? Be covering for y'all yes. and all that. People, like, here's the thing. Who the fuck is coming in this tent checking bands? Yeah. Nobody. No. You the band checker. Yeah. So if it get past you and you cool with it, it ain't no, there's no next level of like protocol or uh, security. And it's, it's not like, it's not the, the M. Bison, big balls yeah. of security that's coming here to make sure that you check everybody credential, whatever. None of that is like happening. I don't see them not, you know. Inviting you back to secure the premises <laughs> next year. You know what I'm saying? For, Security for, is a bunch of interns and your homie people. Yo, you want a job for the day? Like the people that do the voting. Yeah. Stand out in front of exactly. the ballots. That's security. Yeah. So yeah, it's an open, it's a open call. Are you alive? Do you have valid ID? Do you want to work in a high-paced environment for uh for a Fortune three thirty-three million company? Come come work the fucking revolt oh, conference. Shit. That's what that's what this is. This is not a real job, bro. They're gonna pay you in petty cash at the end of the day. Oh, that little brown kid. Yeah. <laughs> who all got who all who all need to get paid? Me, me, me. They gonna pay you niggas out of petty cash. This is not something to be taken serious, my brother. Yeah. I promise. So now, so Jay Pet now Jay Petty is pissed. So Jay Petty come. Man, they on some bullshit. We going back to the Puma shit. So we go back to Puma shit. Now it's 9,000 niggas. The Puma shit was jumping. Was jumping. I said, is, is, is Jay-Z in that shit? <laughs> <laughs> is the Puma is jumping in? in yeah. I'm not here for Clyde. Yeah, yeah. It's LaMelo ball here. Yeah. Like, that shit was jumping. It was like literally 94 times the amount of people that was there when we was just there eight minutes ago. Right. So I don't know what little silent announcement, little special text group, Text mm-hmm. niggas got whatever, whatever. So we walk back over. Now we're just standing in like center, the little center area in between the performance stage and then this container community. So they had a bar set up, boom. Then it's a container community to the that's adjacent to that. That's all these different like uh, stores or whatever. So they had the Puma Jones set up. They had a a, a Revolt store set up. Right. They had um, assets and liabilities, assets and shit. liability shit set up, whatever, whatever. Oh yeah, shout out to Troy. Talk about Troy. Yeah. So and, and so then in the midst of us just standing around, whatever, whatever. Now Jay Petty is just literally looking for people to introduce us to. So we ended up uh, meeting. I will the say this: shout out to Jay Petty. He he definitely got some juice, and he's definitely Jay Petty got the juice. And he's not no hoe nigga about shit. He's yeah. definitely like, no, nah, look, we're gonna do this. We're gonna polish what we do. Like he shout out Jay Petty. Jay Petty was actively looking for people to introduce us to. Jay Petty has moved up a notch in my book. Yeah, so he's he he introduced to the photographer from. He introduced us to the people, uh, the main photographer from Revolt. He like, nah, boy, he he a big time shooter. He a big deal. Da da da. Meet him, snap a bunch of pictures. This this and this. So now we're just meandering through the little little little. Uh, they had the little fake 
uh-huh. little grass or the area, yeah. whatever. Turf. So, turf. We looking for people to meet. So he like, oh, bet. He's like, oh, that's uh, oh, that's Troy from EYL. All right, we over here. So Jay Petty is like, he a man on a mission. He yeah. he walks with purpose. And uh, he well, he's like, hey, what's going on, man? I'm Jay Petty. It was a keynote, whatever, whatever. Why and Kennedy? Uh, this is my this is my guys, Chad and Matt, Rose Podcast ever. Boom, boom, boom. He's like, oh yeah, where were y'all from? So we struck up a little conversation. And Troy wasn't on no whole. No, he was cool shit. as fuck. He really stopped and talked to us for like 10, 15 minutes. And he was like, yo, send me. He's like, yo, send me your shit right now. Send me a DM, blah blah blah. He was like, um, he gave us some some strong tips about you know about re monetizing some past content and stuff like that. He like, um. Like, no, nah, we're gonna we gonna get up, you know what I mean? So I'll send him DM with our information, this, this, and this. So that was cool. Um, so after that, me and Matt just kind of go our own way. And uh we like, yo, we gotta eat. Like, we gotta get something yeah. to eat. And we start looking at like the various lines and like where we think the lines are, they're not the lines. No. The lines are now, if y'all can visualize this, out back past to where we originally came in at. Right. Literally at the teeth of where we came in at. These are the food lines, and they all are like snaking around in like different directions. And remember the the, the chicken wing fried fish truck, John. I was like, oh, this line not drawing. This showing perfect. I cut around and I seen. I was like, is this the line to get into the, uh, the like the main stage? They said, no, this is for the food. This I for the food. Like, oh goddamn! <laughs> like every food. Every, oh goddamn! Yeah. <laughs> every food line was two hours long. Dog, dog. That every fried the, fr- the fried chicken and fried fish line. I'm being nice, nice, 115 people. Easy. I'm being nice. Easy. I've never seen that many people in line the, at a truck. The, uh, the Jamaican truck, John, the Caribbean food truck. We were standing there so long, we became part of the line. Yeah, people like, like people walking up behind we, us. We like, standing oh, y'all the line confusion. <laughs> it was 10 motherfuckers standing behind us. That shit was ridiculous, man. 3,000 people with food trucks is like, goddamn. And like, you, we, 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 we did the Roots picnic. Media passes, VIP passes, you backstage, craft services. We got this, we got that, we got food, we got drinks. We what you want? We, or we can go get it. All of that shit at the Black Awareness Rally. That McDowell's was was catering the motherfucker. <laughs> at just, the Roost picnic, I don't know if you remember, we got into a whole nother tent. We wasn't even supposed to be in. It was like technically this is like some other shit, but go ahead. I knew the girl that was running the joint or whatever, doing the admissions, and she was like, "Oh no, I'll just go ahead. Hey, what's up, Chad? Just go ahead, do anything, yeah. whatever, whatever." And we lounged there. We brought guests in there. More people that was with us. We had a little fifteen piece in that y'all. We wasn't even supposed shit. to be we there. We was deep in that <laughs> motherfucker. Real talk. So it's like this is the difference. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think the over the bigger overarching point to all of this is that one unorganization. Oh man, a bound. Just unorganization was a bound. Two, you invite various people of independent media to come be a part of this thing. You give them a credential. You allow them to be here, but you don't give them access to nothing. So how is an independent media outlet supposed to level the playing field against this big giant mammoth of a network that's on television and has a huge digital presence? How are we supposed to level the playing field if we come here as media and can't even get access to cut content? Yes. It doesn't make any sense. But you know who is cutting content? Revolt. Oh, yeah. Everything is under surveillance. I'm sure they had big giant cameras floating somewhere, whatever, drones, all types of shit, capturing all of this shit. On top of the fact that every single symposium that they did or keynote or whatever, whatever, is recorded and going to get chopped up, edited, and placed on find its place either on Revolt Digital, which is online, or Revolt fucking uh, TV. TV. Like, so... Y'all made money nine different ways. You had the big-ass sponsor, AT&T. That's at least half a million, if mm-hmm. not a million. 
Shit, tickets. The the GA tickets was what one forty nine, and then the VIP three thirty or some shit yeah. like that. So just that, let's just say average two fifteen. Y'all, it was three thousand people. Yeah. In this so you, so you got seven hundred thousand in gate money. Mm-hmm. You got another half a million to a million in sponsorship money. Um, whatever you charge the food trucks, whatever you charge the, the vendors in the food trucks, whatever you charge the, the smaller sponsors, mm-hmm. 5,000 here, 10,000 here, whatever, whatever, all them little container stores and shit in the back. Yeah. Then you got the whole thing of y'all going to monetize every piece of content that mm-hmm. was here. So let's just say whatever, all of the guest calls, Gucci man, master P Mandy B upscale vandal, this person, this person, da, 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 da. let's say that that ate up half of the sponsorship money. You still got, you still plus money on the sponsorship money plus all of the, the, the admission money vendors, this, 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 and this. So basically Puff had a $2 million weekend and didn't even have to show up. So you want to talk about monetizing your, your, your brand and mm-hmm. your content. That motherfucker had a $2 million weekend, didn't even have to set foot in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So it's like, bravo to him. Congratulations. Good for him. But it's like the end user experience was shitty. Mm-hmm. Was shitty. You got 9,000 rappers running around this motherfucker with QR oh codes and business I cards. Talk to, and I talked to so many rappers. <laughs> Speak to the fact of when they, what happened when they saw niggas with the band on? Like, what happened? Like, as far as, like, the people that saw you with the band on. Oh, yeah. Like, so, me and Dan walking through the crowd. This is before you got there. Me and Dan walked through the turf, and we got to the back where the containers was at. And we we just... yeah, it, I, I be forgetting at times what we look like. Like, we big, large niggas already. So, now you big, large niggas, and then you got on these media bands. And motherfucker, like, you could see people just, like, looking at your wrist like... Oh, you media? Yo, uh, yo, what you what you got going on? I'm like, oh, I got a podcast, you know, big podcast out of Philadelphia. Oh, word, check this out. I just dropped my mixtape. You know, my mixtape called "These Hoes Getting on a Nigga Nerd." <laughs> um, check me out, man. I'm on YouTube. You, y'all should have me up on the show. And it's just like, oh god, where, <laughs> <laughs> I'm standing like, yo, where is Chad at? The funniest part of the joke is this chick comes walking through. Bad little chick, like body just crazy, and she's walking through, and she come over and start talking to us. Yeah, you know I sing, and it's in the third. You know I'm, you know I've produced a couple of tracks. You know what I'm saying, like bullshitting and shit. And we talking. Like you heard a rail from Rockefeller. Yeah, I did his album <laughs> off Rockefeller. That was me. I see my plaque. I wrote selfish. <laughs> yeah. Like, so we just talking or whatever, and she's asking me this and saying shit. What about her music and her career and what she's doing and where she just came from? I just came from London. You know, I live in Miami, but I'm doing music. I was just in New York. You know, I was supposed to do some tracks there, but we're going to do them here and whatever. So I went to go, like, reference some shit, and I was I didn't want the reference to, like, be too old. And I was like, wait, how, how old are you? And she's like, oh, I'm 17. And I'm like, wait, what? Dan was like, yep. And just walked the fuck out. <laughs> That's the noise this nigga made. Kill my he said, up, oh, I'm out of here. What the fuck go? Now I'm just standing there stuck talking to her and shit. And I'm just like, yo, like, the dynamic of it is like, that was when it, it super hit me. It's like, yo, this ain't really like a place for us. Yeah. It's more, and I mean, granted, it is in in theory. In theory, in theory, because you know you got the an opportunity to talk to people and this that, but this this isn't really gonna like further nobody. Exactly. It's just it's basically just like a powwow, like it's a glorified yeah, it's, powwow. It's fellowship, fellowship. That's really all. Yeah, it is. It's, and and what I've realized is that um, you know, no slight to revolt because but this is a communal problem. Any event that's like by us for us, meaning black people. It's going to be more performative than 
informational in nature. Mm. You're going to leave with way more like visual representation or experiences than actual like not a knowledge base of like I'm going to go home and use this how many to pictures, better my how business. How many pictures did we take with motherfuckers then? It was ridiculous at one point. Like, how many fuck you? Come on, let me get a picture with you, bro. Let me get it. And I'm, I'm just like, this is nothing. This is gonna help. I took yo, yo, two. What, what you do, dog? I'm just here. Yeah, I finesse my job. Yeah, I already, I already know. How he these literally things stopped telling about. He's like, stop telling motherfuckers I do. Yeah. Something. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you do videos where you got your camera? Like, yo. I shoot some shit right now. He literally, like, the one chick was like, what you do? He's like, I snuck in this job. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn biggest shit, though. I snuck yeah. in this job. Yeah, I and snuck you, in this and you almost have, And you almost have to do that to counterbalance all the pretentiousness of everybody else yes. that's overstating who they are, what they do, and how much success they've had. I took two pictures while I was there in my phone. You know who it is? Me, you, and Jay Petty. <laughs> me, Jay Petty, and Dad. That, that, was, that was it. I didn't take any. I, I didn't even do the shit with Troy. For me, I, I didn't take a picture with. I, like, yeah, you know, we would earn your leisure today. Big shit on the way, right. like, because this motherfucker could leave and just completely forget who the fuck we is. Like, I'm not about to post this shit. Like, yeah, you know, we working. You know what I mean? Me, me and bro, big bro said. You know, <laughs> big bro said TRP up next. Yeah, I'm just like, no, I'm not doing this shit. But I know motherfuckers was posting me because I was getting the tags, <laughs> and it's just like, yo, what the fuck, man, like. It, it, it the whole overall it really you 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 get there and you realize like damn this is the courses that that and and you know I, I guess I, I I'm not even gonna put it on Puffy you know what I'm saying yeah, he's not the CEO of the company he's the chairman no. he, he's he's he he goes and gets the big checks gets the AT and T sponsorship got the fucking distribution with the cable networks and this this and this this shit right here ain't his job. But I've watched a, more than a couple people get up on that stage and be like, yeah, you know, because my company, y'all need to follow my company because this is what we do. And and it's just like, this is one of them courses. Yeah, it's like, you paid to be here. Yeah, this is one <laughs> of them courses. You know what I mean? And it just, it left a weird feeling. Yeah, I, I didn't leave feeling good or feeling like um, anything was gained from the experience. And, um, you know, for this to be the representation of one of the few black network real deal network like they they ain't it ain't a bullshit network like it's a real mm. deal network they have big distribution and a big digital imprint and to just not even allow people like two hours out of 12 and actually in this case 24 15 15 the first day because they I ran late. Gonna say, yeah, second day because yeah. they ran late yeah, we was getting updates at 11 30 11 30 at night yeah. like so to not allow people two hours out of 30 to just genuinely have 10 minutes with gucci man 10 minutes with this person whatever whatever to be able to put together even if, even, a sizzle reel or whatever the fuck it's like it's crazy even if y'all do it like how dan said like a like a like a rolling red carpet where it's like okay you media this is your place you know what i'm saying you yeah. stand on this and they're gonna come down like just nothing it's just like yo this this is this is anything yeah because it's like a lot of the people that was there i have connections or or callbacks that i can hit these people with that's gonna lessen their tension or whatever like that because it'd be like oh yeah oh gucci damn yeah no we booked you at vanity grand a few years ago in philly da 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 da, da. all star weekend oh yeah damn da, da, da. now it, it softens the conversation you know what i'm saying but if you don't even get an opportunity to do that then you just another face in the crowd and 
to to have, you know, and you said it was a situation where the girl walked up and was asking, like, oh, well, where's the media tent and this and this and this? And they like, oh, yeah, we ain't really doing that this year. And she's just like, wait, what? Because people travel for this. Mm-hmm. Because it only happens one time a year. So it's like when you have a, a, any type of symposium, Shout a, a out summit, somebody, a I ain't conference. Say who, but I was talking to her the other day, and she's like, yo, and folks was like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm coming down to Atlanta for, you know, the revolt summit. She's like, y'all going to be mad to the motherfucker. Yeah. Like, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Because it's like the, the 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 citizens of like Atlanta are not the ones that are like dispersing on this event. It's people from all over the country that's coming here. So we came from Philly and we pretty much all traveled on points or some deeply discounted version of travel, whatever to get there. Wasn't a big deal. So what about the people that fucking saved up money for six months or eight months or whatever to make sure oh, I'm coming here and I'm gonna have my cameraman and this, 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 and this. And all you got was B roll. You didn't get nothing substantial. That's going to further you or your brain. And you didn't leave with no tangible information. It wasn't no binders handed out or no motherfucking booklets handed out or nothing like that. Covering all of the, rubric and this, 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 and this. Like, people that we know said they was going up, they didn't even have their slides for their goddamn job. Yeah? Yeah. Like, oh, 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 damn, oh, 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 uh, what time you supposed to go on? Oh, yeah, they ain't going on. Oh, so yeah, so send us the slides. We, we have them now. You got two more hours from when you were supposed to go on. Like, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's just like, damn, yo, like, this is janky. Yeah. This is this is janky. This is this is Russell Reds and Jelly Roll Productions. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what it was. And and it's like, yo, I hate to be that guy, but it's like, yo, if I was at the CBS Summit, it would have been craft services. It would have been a media tent. It would have been, oh, this is the media tent, but it's also a red carpet. You get your motherfucking spot on the carpet. You get your interviews, whatever, whatever. Like it'd be a real deal thing because they t- they understand. Because they're they're central broadcasting, uh, whatever fuck CBS stands for. They understand the importance of media that's not just coming from you. Because there's the consumer has smartened up to the point where they understand that when all your media directly comes from you, it's a certain level of propaganda. So you need or 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 direct messaging that you want to get across. But when it's coming from all these other outlets and everybody's saying, "Oh, it was fantastic," and we got to do this, da, 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 it it gives you more brand equity just by default because of somebody that's not you saying that this is a good product. Right. Same thing with TRP. We can get up here and say, oh, we the best podcast and this, this, this. But if the fans and the audience are not saying it or people that come in contact with this product are not coming and staying, then it's like we can say whatever we want. It don't really mean shit. And we don't have our patrons that are willing to pay for additional content every month and pay to come to these live shows and this, this, and this every single time we have one. We that's that's your proof of content. That's your your brand equity. So it's like for well, we should have an announcement for a live show in the next week or so. Yes, yeah. absolutely. That's our sixth that's, anniversary. That's ninety percent done. Yeah. Um, but it's like yeah. So it's like you know knowing all of the different things that we do as a media as a small in, indie media company, a grassroots company. That started five and a half years ago, with, really six years ago, but we didn't do our first show until January. But started basically six years ago with me and you, and me pressing you about this, and me, you, and Rod, and then it transformed into me and you, and then all the different network stuff that we've done, and this, 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 and this. And to have it to where fast forward now, you got this big global entity, and it's like, Oh damn, we could have did one of these. Like, yeah, we literally went to the chicken hut and was fucking discussing the TRP summit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah still got my notes. <laughs> Yo, real shit. We was just like, yeah, you could. I could put one of these together with just keynotes from people that we just come in contact. with. Yeah, hey, I could do. We this could take that. all the guests from the last two years and put together a goddamn summit and do it at the Met or whatever the hell. Uh, you know, Festival Pier is closed or whatever. Fuck, we could do that shit and charge niggas a hundred dollars a ticket and. And that be that, you know what I'm saying? And it'll be more buttoned up, more informational, and people will leave with something. Like, 
So it's like I don't I don't I don't know, man. I just I just didn't have a good feeling uh walking out of them gates and it was like the to put so much impetus on security and not so much importance on the user experience was just strange to me. Yeah. You got MI7 level security. You got multiple levels of security throughout this whole joint. You got to scan in, get a band, go through. You got to scan out. You had to scan out. You got to scan out. Yeah. Like to go through all of that, but then the media people don't get two hours over a span of two days with people or whatever. And then they send out an email the next day and was like, oh, yeah, today we're going to have we're going to have media access. Da, 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 da. Never named where it was. And they never gave a, a, a time structure of when it was going on. Right. So I'm just like, huh? And then they, they made it important to say this will this access will be limited in nature. OK, so when is it going to be at 1130 at night on Sunday? Like when, yeah. when, when is this going to take place? And they never sent a follow up email. Because they probably had so many complaints the first day from media people that were there that didn't get no access. So they're like, all right, we're going to scramble and put something together real quick. Yeah, we gonna, no, we got something for you. We got something for you, niggas. Yeah, we cooking up. You know Meet us in front of the Jamaican truck uh, between <laughs> 11.33 and uh, 11.57 a.m. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. It was bad. It was strange. It was very strange. It was strange. I will not be attending again. Yeah. I will not be attending again. You know what I'm the, saying? Uh, overall, though, how do you feel about Atlanta? I mean, I will say this. I, 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 I don't. I, you can feel the 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 propaganda in the, in the people oh, in, yeah. down there. Like, oh, you know, yeah. and I, I said it to my homie that I'm like, yo, I don't, I don't have enough fake jewelry to make it in Atlanta. Right. You know, like, I, I, I just don't. You know, the Audemars Patek. Oh was crazy. my god, yo, the nigga came out with this big ass fake Patek on, and I was yeah. like. Dan, like, damn, that Patek look awful. And Dan was like, "Yeah, hey, why is it so fucking big? It's like a brick. It's like a brick AP. That nigga, <laughs> got, that nigga got the Audemars Patek. <laughs> <laughs> the Audemars Patek. Yeah, it just, it, just su- it, it just sucks that, uh, you know, I, I lived in Atlanta. I went to college in Atlanta for my freshman year, whatever like that. And, um, you know, I know what the fabric of Atlanta is, the people. They're amazing, very nice, cordial inviting people and to see the the way that the city has just been more oh, it's not them it's the niggas who moved yeah, it's in the niggas who moved in yeah. exactly to see that this city that was like a hub of black excellence has like in prosperity and all of that has morphed into like this whole thing of like this black elitism and pretentiousness and like i'm stunting on you and it's like commerce over care is just strange as hell yeah. and it's like you said it's not the natives it's not the Atl- no. people from Atlanta it's not the people from Decatur it's not the people from East Point it's the motherfuckers from St. Louis and Detroit and California and Philly, Philly and Detroit and Brooklyn and Queens and all of that shit that have moved there that have turned it into like this like oh yeah nigga yeah you could feel that shit coming off of like mad motherfuckers down there Especially at the event, because there's so many people coming from other places. And it's like just this, I, it's hard to explain, but you feel it when you're there. Where you just like, this shit ain't really like, I don't like this. Yeah, it, it didn't feel good. You know what I'm saying? And, and my whole thing be, um, I'm, I'm just, I'm very inviting. I'm very cordial when I'm places or whatever. Um, you know, Like you said, explaining ourselves, hey, I'm so-and-so from here. Like laying it all out. Like I, I'm the type of person like to give people more information than less in order to avoid potential hiccups down the line. So for us to be there and basically be getting stunned on my security, you know, I, just, I just didn't feel that shit. Like it, it just was, it was, it was not a good experience. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so um, I would like to give, I would like to personally give the Revolt Conference two thumbs down. Yeah. Um, uh, and I, I, I don't see a world that exists where I could, um, I could attend this thing again. Yeah. We got spoken to about potentially being on the stage next year, yeah. and I'm like, um, y'all, because my thing is like people who was on the motherfuckers who was actually keynotes was complaining about they didn't even get their writers handled. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, what writer? Yeah. Yo, you did one? <laughs> Damn, where that Who you said that to? Yeah, where that joint? Get rock peach. Yeah. <laughs> some spring water. <laughs> you asked for two bottles of Henny and a bottle of Mo. You get in there, it's all Ciroc. <laughs> like, hey, man, let's... <laughs> uh, we got some airplane bottles of Deli on. I don't yeah, know if you fuck with tequila. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it wasn't... It wasn't that great. Shit, it was second, not. It was not a feel good experience. I was kind of over it that first day. The second day, I didn't even come out. Like at night, I was just chilling. Like I'm just like, eh, I'll just order some food. Y'all <laughs> went out. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. it's like, you know, I just was like, eh, I'd rather chill. The um, yeah, like I said, it was it was fun being with y'all. Like running around yeah. doing stupid shit. I had more fun in the CVS. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Yeah, shit. More, more fun in CVS and Jr. Crickets yeah, than the whole rest of the Crickets was funny as shit too. But yeah, overall. Yo, our, shout out to our waitress at JR Cricket. She was blitzed yeah, off her she ass. <laughs> she was high as shit, yo. But she, I respect it because they had her doing non jobs. Yeah. So it's like, yo, I gotta get high before I come here. Yeah. Like she was like, damn, why y'all still here? We was like, we ain't get to check yet. She like, oh damn. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> you do gotta pay. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, damn. She was fried. Yeah, she was fried rice. The um I ain't really, we ain't do no malls. We ain't do none of that shit. We literally was just like, after, yo, the first day kind of just like burnt everybody. Nah, it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't fun. Yeah, like everybody was just like. And, huh? Oh, and then they didn't have any chairs. Yo. There was no seating yo. anywhere. That's why I said, yo, I'm out. Yeah, it was nowhere to <laughs> I sit. I told up. Chad, I hopped out, the car. he hopped out, I hopped in. I like, you ain't gonna be in that long. I go buy a hookah. I didn't check out at the hookah store yet. You ain't come get me. Yeah, we was going like, all right, man, where we at? Where we at? Where we at, We went back to Jared Cribbins. Then, like, damn, this is where I bought the hookah. <laughs> right next <laughs> door. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, overall, I was just like, and then I got, we stayed downtown, and downtown ain't like, you know, Peachtree is, is rolling, but outside of that, it was just bums every fucking yeah, Downtown way. is gutted. Downtown Atlanta is gutted. Yeah. They need to power wash that whole shit. Yeah. I thought downtown, well, downtown Philly is pretty terrible. This might be worse. Yeah, it looked like, it looked like Market East. Yeah, Market East, that's what it looked like, yeah. Just people just laying the fuck on the street and shit. Like, yeah, yeah. No thanks. You know, T.D. Jakes had a conference, too. And apparently his joint was really nice. People had laminated badges. Oh, and, nice. Yeah, they had shit food in the building. You know what I'm saying? It was in a building. Right. You know, yeah, T.D. Jake joint was all. Shout out Big T.D. Yeah, T.D. get wake up, wake up, <laughs> still get that fucking Had paper. all the Christian freaks in attendance. Yeah, yeah. All, I was sitting out front of the hotel, you know, doing what I do. Motherfucking people walking around because they coming from that joint and shit. Everybody to walk past. Hey, how you doing? Hey, like just talking and shit. I'm like, y'all feeling real good coming from the Jubilee. You know what I'm saying? 12 in the morning and shit. The, uh, but yeah, overall, that, that was pretty much it. We went to eat a couple times and I was like, oh, take me to the airport. You know what I mean? <laughs> get me, get <laughs> me out of here. I'm ready to get down. Have you been in the Delta Sky Lounge at Atlanta? No. It's nice as shit. Uh, they had me in like some other wing. I don't know where I was at. Like, they, they got a lounge in each terminal and shit. So you don't got to go from terminal oh, to terminal. Nice. Yeah, and it, it was very, very nice. Food was good. I, I got to talk about my flying out real quick and we can wrap this up. Um, flying out. I'm like out American, of Atlanta? Out of Philly. Okay. Flying out of Philly, 
I'm in American. I'm used to flying out BC terminal in American. Every now and then, I've even flew out of A terminal um, at American, uh, international terminal rather, at American when I was flying cross country, flying to Cali or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's how shitty our airport is. So I'm flying and I look at my ticket and it should say F terminal. I'm like, F. Like, yeah, you know what's crazy is when you said that the other day, I just missed that. Like, yeah, why the hell were you flying out of F? Because American has taken over F terminal. Well, America always had F. I never flew out of there. Yeah, they always had them little planes with the propellers, yeah, and yeah, then they yeah. got the little CRJs. Yeah, they yeah so had they, they, t- they... I used to work F-Terminal when yeah, I was Yeah, so when I, I, I roll up or whatever, I get off the uh, off the Wally Park shuttle, whatever, roll up, get my luggage. I was I walk up, I'm like, yo, um, ain't no priority checking. They like, oh, no, you can just come right here. Because it's like two people behind the counter, but they both playing Snake or whatever the fuck they doing on their phone. <laughs> <laughs> Paying me no mind whatsoever. Like, <laughs> just completely ignoring... Words with friends, whatever the fuck they doing, yeah. they're not paying me no money. I'm like, oh, it ain't no priority checking. They're like, oh, no, I'll come right here. So I go up, get my bags, whatever, checking. I'm like, all right, we're security. They're like, oh, just go right here. The security gate is at, like, checking is here. Security gate is here. Okay. They're next to each other. Right. So you go through the security gate for TSA right there on the ground level. There's no, like, oh, go upstairs or whatever. Everything is on the ground mm-hmm. level at F. And then you finally make it through whatever the case may be. They run in two lines. They run in TSA pre-check. And then they running uh, the regular line or whatever the case may be. So I hop in the regular line, not realizing that I could have jumped in TSA pre-check line for priority because it's such a small terminal or whatever. So the security was was horrible right there. It was like these two little ass fucking pods or whatever that they just, just makeshift set up, whatever. So you finally get through. Then you get in the F terminal. You're like, oh, shit, this shit is like King of Prussia Mall. There's like seven or eight new restaurants over there. Mm-hmm. They got a bunch of boutiques and stuff. Like not nothing that black people want, but they there. Right. Um, and it's just like, damn, this shit looks really nice. And then you get down into it where the actual uh, Jones are or whatever. And then you realize like, oh, shit, like I'm flying like on a bat. <laughs> like... Like a bat with a propeller on it. Yeah. Like, this is crazy. And the, uh, I was in first class. You know, I always get the first two seats in first class. And the se- other side, other row was this one seat back. I'm like, oh, this is a little tiny ass yeah. joint right that's here. The, I was in the one seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was one on the left side. And two, yeah. yeah. That's the joint we took to Memphis. Yeah, that joint sucked. It's like being on the 36. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No curtain. Yeah, that's like getting on the curtain. 11. Yeah, real talk. It's one row yeah, of one took seat. took the trolley down. Yeah, took the trolley down there. <laughs> <laughs> and then coming back, I flew Frontier, and I got to hold this L because this was my fault. Frontier is, it might be worse than Spirit. I think it's worse. I've never done Spirit or Frontier, so I can't tell you. Bruh, Spirit at least got the big front seats or whatever the case may be. You could pay like a bean extra or whatever the fuck they charge, and depending on where you're going for the big front seats, Frontier has none of that. But they charge you for every seat on the plane unless you want to sit at 64Z. Um, they charge you for every seat on the plane. So I'm thinking I did something because, again, I got my flights for I got my flights with points going both ways. So I was like, all right, going back, I'm like, damn, I don't want to take a super early joint whatever, whatever. Probably go out Sunday night, this, this, and this. Let me get like a, uh, like a noon joint or whatever. So the only thing noon was like Frontier. So I booked Frontier, whatever, get through the airport, whatever the case may be. I had to clear shit. The clear shit is a scam. That shit is dumb. Mm-hmm. I, you still got to go through TSA check. You, you supposed to just jump in a, a separate line for clear. But it's the same amount of people in the clear line as it is in the other line because everybody got free clear mm-hmm. from the credit card, credit or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck. So everybody's in this goddamn line. So I get through the joint, whatever. I get to the terminal. It's just like niggas everywhere. Like it looked like. 
uh, like the Soul Plane Terminal, where they was like, where Soul Plane fly out of, it looked like that. And I get to the joint, and I see a line of, like, wheelchairs coming out of the, uh, like, the Zone 2 to 5 joint or whatever. And I'm just like, I've never seen so much wheelchair assistance in my life. Bear in mind, one of the niggas that was in a wheelchair, I seen him running around Atlanta being annoying on foot. All weekend, I saw this nigga multiple times. So I was just super confused, like, why is this nigga in a wheelchair? They got, they, they had... Well, you know that's the joint. You get through everything faster. They had seven wheelchairs getting on this plane, bro. Mm-hmm. It The plane was supposed to leave at 11.56. We didn't even board until 12.15. The plane left at, like, 12.35. But somehow, some way, this pilot must have had somewhere to go. He had, like, some a ticket to, to, to put in in Philly or something. The plane got there in an hour and 15 minutes. Oh, because it was a tailwind. Yeah. Because the, the night before, our flight only took an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. And they said it was a tailwind, so he's going to get there fast. So it was an hour and 15 the minutes. The flight coming back, I actually had a first class joint. I was able to upgrade the shit, whatever, whatever. And when we were waiting for the, the plane to, you know, I'm not one of, you know how people stand at the door, like in the mouth of the shit. And it's just like, yo, this plane not leaving without all of us. <laughs> right. You know what I'm exactly. saying? But the, the, the shit, um, we, we, we boarding or whatever, and it's a lady in a wheelchair or whatever. And I don't know why. You know how you just have like a uh, like a sixth sense or like a premonition or something? Yeah. And I'm just like, the lady in the wheelchair, she just, she looked annoying. I didn't talk to her or yeah. have any goings on with her, but she just, she older black hey, woman. You're going to get on somebody's nerves today. She looked annoying. And I said that to myself, I'm like, I just know this bitch annoying. And I ain't say it out loud. And I just looked at bitch look annoying. Went back to my phone. Whatever they say, you know, we bring in a wheelchair. Passengers on first, whatever, whatever. Boom. So she get on. People get on. So they like, um, we now boarding first class and Scott, whatever, whatever. So I get on. Now I come in. I got the second row of on the first class on the right side. So it's only two seats. Yeah. So I got the window drawn. So I come in. The row is open. I sit in the jaw. So the plane start loading up. Now we loading up. The, we going into the regular class and then the back of the jaw. And then, you know, boarding, boarding, boarding uh, uh, class nine is, yeah. coming, you know. <laughs> so the plane is pretty much like full up. And I'm just like. Damn, this, this seat just open. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever. So then the stewardess come up. I don't even call them stewardess no more. Flight attendants, I think it's proper term. She comes up and she was like, um, this seat actually, the person uh, didn't check in for the flight or whatever. So we, we bumped up someone from uh, economy. Um, so they're going to come and sit here. Just give me a heads up, whatever, whatever. So I see them walking the bitch up from the way I'm like. Oh, you got to be shit. So she come up, she sit down. Hey, how you doing, young man? I'm like, hey, what's going on? So she's like, yeah, uh, this your first time on a plane? I'm like, no. <laughs> the fuck? I'm this like. This your first time on a plane? <laughs> I'm like, no. Hello, fuck? poor nigger. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I ain't been on a plane in years, many years. But I got to go up here because I got to sign paperwork. Because one of my uh, my brothers, he just passed away. You know, he was the oldest one out of seven. You know, he just passed away. You know, so we getting ready to go up here. I'm going to Philadelphia. We're right outside of Philadelphia. And I'm just like, yo, what the fuck, man? Like, so. You're like, so Darby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Chester. Okay. So. We, we, I'm sitting there, I, I get the earphones, you know what I'm saying? Because I watch Django going down. I want to finish watching Django going back up and shit. So I get the earphones, I put them in. Yo, every time they, oh, mind you, the, 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 at the beginning, the, the plane, the people was like, yeah, um, we're going to experience some turbulence, you know what I'm saying, from the tailwind and this rough weather in Philadelphia because it was raining and shit. So it's like, we're going to experience some turbulence. So the pilot has asked us to not do a normal, uh, 
food and beverage service. So we'll, we'll be given, we will have waters for you. If someone needs something special, you could just ask, but we won't be doing a normal food and beverage service just because we don't want the cart in the aisle and turbulence hit, whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever. Liability. Liability. You know what I'm saying? So they come down the aisle first with like a big ass bag of sun chips. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, anybody wants to, and I don't want nothing because I, I done been in the, the Delta lounge right. eating all kinds of shit. So I'm full. The flight only hour yeah. and 20 minutes. They come past with the sun chips. I'm watching the movie just chilling, leaned up against the window. She tapping me. Yeah, they about to bring us some chips. You want some chips? I'm like, no, nah, I'm, I'm fine, whatever. So then they come back. The bitch got a big ass jug of water and she pouring cups of water to people. That's what they give it out. <laughs> drinks. She got a big ass jug of water. You know what I'm saying? So the lady tapping. She got me. the Deer Park Joe yeah. and they bring to the office. <laughs> so she tapped me again. You want some water? About the answer. I'm like, no, nah, I'm fine. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. So she like, what you watching? I'm like, I'm watching Django. You know what I'm saying? She was like, oh, I, I remember seeing that. That that's movie ain't it, ain't a bunch of racial stuff in there. It was like slaves or something. I don't like them slave movies now because we you know, we passed that. And I'm just like, yeah, I feel, <laughs> I feel you. You know what I'm saying? So. I go back to watching it. Django in. I cut on Rush Hour, the first one. And I realized she's watching the movie. I'm like, she's not watching her. her she watching you. She's not watching her seat. <laughs> she's watching my seat. And it's just like so uncomfortable because it's like I'm sitting there. But she's like got her hand on her head, on, on her elbow, on the center, like looking over <laughs> at what I'm looking. So she was like, what movie is this? I'm like, I'll take Joan. What's up? <laughs> She was like, what movie is this? I'm like, this Rush Hour. She's like, the first one, second one? I'm like, this is the first one. She's like, I don't know if I've ever seen this one. I saw the one where they was like in Las Vegas, and he was dancing up on the crab table. I'm like, that's the second one. She was like, I, need, I might need to check. This one look good. I'm like, but you can't hear anything. <laughs> you can't hear it. Context completely stripped no, from the movie. You literally watching an Asian <laughs> fighting movie with no words or no sound. Like, what the oh. fuck? So then when, when we getting ready for the descent into Philly, they come on the thing, you know, we're getting ready for the descent, whatever, whatever, whatever. This one, I like kind of lost it. She leaned over and was like, you going to lift the shade up so we can see it landing? I was like, yo, you got to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Ma'am. Ma'am. Sit back and shut the fuck up, please. When she was like, when we land, can you get my bags down out the top? I'm like, no, I'm not a fucking bag getter. I'm like. I'm not the bellhop, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm like. These, you a bagsman. Yeah, I'm not a bagsman. <laughs> Patrice O'Dell had a joke. He was like, when you fly, you be trying to like make peace with God so the plane don't crash. You help the old lady with her bags. Look at that, God. I'm a nice person. I helped this old lady. She didn't even ask for help, but I helped her. There's no way this plane could crash with me in it, God, please. He's like, you land, and the old lady's like, you get my bags? Like, bitch, the fuck I look like? <laughs> we landed. Like? Eat shit. <laughs> But she was like, um, yeah, you know, can, can you can you get my bags? I'm like, they going to get the bags. I don't I don't get bags. You know what I'm saying? I don't even got no bag up there to get. Like, right. They, they going to get I'm the bags. I'm off this job. Yeah. She was like, I hope they got a wheelchair for me at the gate. Because last time, it wasn't no wheelchair. I had to wait. Like, I don't know what they be doing, but they supposed to have a wheelchair for me. As soon as I get off, I'm like, well, I don't, you know, you know. More, right on, you know what I'm saying? God, like, God, God, uh, thank you for coming out. God bless you. Good night. We land. They open them up. They pull up to the joint. Open the joint. We get off. It's two wheelchairs there. Now she's right in front of me because she's got me in the joint. Yeah. So she's stumbling, walking out like Frankenstein <laughs> and shit. Like <laughs> we, Bambi. Yeah. <laughs> 
falling in the damn aisle. Yeah. Like a newborn falling and shit because she can't fucking walk. She steps off the fucking plane. It's two wheelchairs there. So she was like, oh, you waiting for me, Cynthia? The lady was like, no, no, that's not the name I got. And she like, oh. she like, are you for me? The other guy with the wheelchair, he like, no, no, I'm waiting for a guy. His name is Douglas. He like, she like, oh, they didn't did it again. And she turned and leaned, like put her hand on my shoulder, like to lean on me. I'm like, get your motherfucker. <laughs> get your hands off me. God damn it. And I walked the fuck around and kept it moving. I'm just like, yo, that lady drove me up a fucking wall on that plane. Hour, hour and 20 minutes. I'm of like, hell. of hell. Like, what the fuck? I'd have kept my little $42 upgrade in the first class <laughs> for this bullshit. Like, but yeah, the, the flight back was a fucking annoying. You know what I'm saying? I got back late. I'm glad I, I parked in a lot at the airport. Yeah. I'm glad I, because I was going to park and just take the bus over. And I, I, Lee was like, yo, you're going to get back at one in the morning. You really want? I'm like, yeah, right. Like, I was tired. I'm like, I'm yeah. glad I could just go out and get my car and just keep it the fuck pushing. Right. But yeah, that shit was, it was a shit show. Yeah, two thumbs down to the whole Atlanta weekend. Yeah, Atlanta, I hate it. Me and me and Dan, uh, we we are locked up on this. Dan was like, "Yo, I thought you was exaggerating. I think it was that bad. Maybe I'm thinking about like past Atlanta." He like, "I hate Atlanta." Yeah, like, yeah I, I, if, I, if I never have to go to Atlanta again, I'm okay with that. The hookahs, yo, the hookah I had in the joint was fucking sixty dollars. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. And it's just like the fuck. Like he even was saying when he was in the hookah store, it was like a hookah I sell for this cost this here. It's just like what the fuck? Like everything down there. It just last point on Atlanta. The pandemic completely reset the market on Atlanta. Yeah. Everything in Atlanta used to be dumb cheap. Apartments, houses, the cost of living, hookah, food, sections, all of that shit. Me and Black Poppy went to Atlanta together a few years ago for the uh, A3C conference or whatever like that. And we went out every night we were there. We were there from like Thursday to Sunday. We went out every night we were there. The sections was like twelve hundred here, fifteen hundred here, and it wasn't like no twelve hundred like a bullshit section. It was like this is the best section in the house, fifteen hundred. What we get? Six bottles. What six bottles we get? Any bottles you want. We got nineteen forty two, all kind of before niggas is even drinking that shit. We got all kind of shit like because we was drinking it at the at the fucking W in Buckhead. That shit is closed down now. We was drinking it there, so we like, oh yeah, fuck, we drinking forty two tonight. Blah blah blah. And to turn around now and it's like, yo, you're not even getting in the door at most of these clubs for a thousand dollars on a table. What what was the discrepancy at the joint y'all went to after dinner? Y'all went somewhere. In oh, the- uh, Sovereign Suites. Yeah. <laughs> so Sovereign Suites in Buckhead or whatever. It's like a little small. It's a small hookah lounge. It's a nice place. They did a good job with it or whatever like that. But. We was there. Uh, we met Ron over there. Ron was already there and shit. Ron called me. He hit me the first night. He was like, well, what we doing? I'm like, oh, you bored of shit. Yeah. <laughs> but you hit me. It's like, I know you bored. Like, yeah. yeah. So we 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 met Ron over there or whatever at the dinner and shit. We slide there. And um, he like, oh, no, they say y'all can take the table next to us or whatever. I was like, all right, cool. So we pull up. So he already had like three tables or whatever. He had probably about eight, nine people with him whatever. So we take the other table. We order some more hookahs. He passes a bottle. He had all these fucking bottles. He don't even drink no more. So he passes a bottle, whatever the case may be. We get to drinking this, 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 and this. We there for probably about a, a solid hour or whatever the case may be. So we starting to round up, starting to pack up the leave or whatever. Probably about 20 minutes before that, uh, I see real money from the Migos. Real money is like they road manager, whatever, whatever mm-hmm. case may be. I see real money from the Migos. So like, okay, all right, yeah, cool, whatever. Then I see Quavo. I'm like, this shit about to get stupid. So after I see Quavo, I see about 39 more people like migrate to the back where he was at or whatever, to the point where 
they took every chair and open table that a person wasn't at, they took it to the back mm-hmm. to create more table space and more whatever, whatever in the back. And I'm just like, this is this is getting weird or whatever. So they literally come into us every two minutes. Like somebody that works there is like, yo, somebody in this chair? All right, cool. You see a nigga walking in the back with the chair. Somebody, y'all, y'all using this table? We can clean this table off? A nigga walking in the back with the fucking table yeah. on his head. And I'm just like, fam. So I eventually I get up, go back to the bathroom. It's not even that many people back there with him. I'm like, oh, y'all just being dick eaters. Like, yeah. this, this, is, this is strange. Like, so we literally get to the end. Ron has the bill in his hand. I get up, yo, what all is your bill? Is this, this, and this? Just give me whatever. All right, cool. I give him money for me and Dan and see. I give him money, whatever case may be. They're like, oh, yeah, uh, I know y'all packing up the leave, whatever, but we actually uh, sold this table. So if you could just, like, leave faster. get the fuck up <laughs> now and move so we could clean this off and give it to some other niggas, like, that would be great. Like, literally sold the table with us at it. Like, yeah. like they was on some hardcore, like, two-hour time limit shit. Like, I guess Ron was there an hour before us. Like, y'all niggas had one more hour. We was at the 118th minute. Get the fuck up, nigga. That shit was strange. That's funny as shit. And I can't really, I can't really imagine myself going there again. And then just the prices is just ridiculous. Like, we didn't even have a lot of stuff. Like, including what he already ordered and we ordered on top of We didn't even have a lot of stuff. That bill was, like, almost $2,000. Yeah. Like, two bottles and, like, five hookahs. I'm like, yeah, because I had enough money for the hookahs. I'm like, all right, we got two hookahs, some Red Bulls. <laughs> That's enough for that tap. Yeah. <laughs> and Chad started going his pocket count. I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> like, what you, what you counting for? <laughs> very, it was strange. It was very strange. I hate Atlanta. You got to take them fucking glasses off. Man. <laughs> I hate Atlanta, man. I yeah. hate Atlanta, yo. But moving on from that, um, I want to get into this P&B rock. I'm going to save E-Mate for the end. Okay. Because usually at the end, people start logging off. I got some very strong thoughts on this, so I want to be able to speak for you. Uh, Let me see them, Jones, man. The Dahmers. <laughs> the Dahmers. The Dahmers. My y'all weird of the week is... Today, the news broke. <laughs> the glasses is crazy. It make you feel like a killer. <laughs> like, you feel kind of like... Did you see that meme that says serial oh, yeah, killer saw these? The hat. You definitely... <laughs> Did you see yeah. the, that meme floating around that says serial killer saw these glasses and was like, yo. yo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not getting you in trouble with glasses. <laughs> so, my y'all wear of the week is retro, a retroactive y'all wear to everybody that blame PNB rock girlfriend for him getting killed and all this craziness and blah, blah, blah. Because now the actual story has come out because now we have a suspect in custody and an old face nigga on a run. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that like we said on this show, it could have been anybody from anywhere that saw something. It could have been some niggas in the neighborhood. It could have been the cook. It could have been this, this, and this. And it turns out this father and son piece of shit duo were sitting in a parking lot. Saw him pull up in his bin, saw him get out with his jury on, blah, blah, blah. And minutes later, concocted a, 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 a decision that, so, I'm going to drive, son, go in and rob this nigga, take this nigga shit, whatever the case may be. And the 17-year-old son was the shooter. So my y'all weird goes to everybody that blamed this girl for no reason at all, having no evidence, no nothing. And not understanding street culture or what really goes the fuck on because most of y'all don't go outside. So that's the first thing. I, I, I'm, I'm, I, yes, definitely. Y'all. And then secondarily, L.A. culture 
the overarching theme of gang culture and the streets running like legitimate business and 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 putting their and imparting their will on regular citizens and shit like that to the point where a father and son duo think it's appropriate to rob and kill a celebrity in broad daylight on a Monday. Like the whole thought process and just the, the reverse nature of thinking and just the perversion of thought that goes into that. Whereas like as a father, you're supposed to shield your children from bullshit and nonsense mm-hmm. and put them in a situation where their life is, is easier and they can enjoy the fruits of your labor and not have to go through what you went through. Yes. So to be hitting licks with your son is like peak L.A. gang culture nonsense and bullshit because now for the next three weeks, we got to deal with all them same washed up L.A. gang bangers and rappers that been on the Internet the last two weeks. We got to deal with them tomorrow. I hit licks with my uncle and my dad all the time. Nigga, yeah. like, that, like the, the whole thing is just going to continue to create more bad content around a retarded ass thought process that only you niggas in South and in, 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 uh, in Southern California think is normal and regular. Did, are they, did it come out that they was gang members or is it's going to, everybody's okay. a gang member in LA. I, so by default, they're gang members. I, I start off by saying rest in peace rock once. Again. Absolutely. Um, and my, my, my standing has never changed. I've been this way since the very beginning. Go back and look at it. Why the fuck are y'all mentioning his girlfriend? Exactly. I, I've, I've been there from jump. Me, you, Dan, Ra, Kev. May, it might have been like eight people yeah. who I can vividly remember because I watched motherfuckers who, who I like, people who I had respect for. I mean, it's people, no bullshit, I keep it a buck with you. It's motherfuckers I unfollowed. Just because your takes are that terrible. You know, like, and your standing on this is just so fucking idiotic that I did ass unfollowed people behind this shit. I did ass, and I, and I, I remembered who was who. I remember who I watched mention that. I watched Nicki Minaj do that yes. shit. Yes. I watched real life celebrities go. Kodak as, Black. Go as far as mentioning that girlfriend, that who, the girl, and I, I'm just like, listen, niggas, I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all. Y'all might not want to hear this, but we going to do it. All right. I know tons of niggas. I know niggas who make real moves, who do real shit. Niggas don't move that fast for just about anything. Exactly. Maybe a bad little bitch is trying to fuck. <laughs> Maybe. And niggas still need to take a shower and, and nigga, get his yeah. shit together. I got bust moves. Yeah. What Jeezy tell us years ago? Uh, wait for the honey to kick in. Jeezy told us years ago. He said, let me jump inside the shower and get oh, myself yeah. together. I'm, I'm going to need about an hour. I, like, like, no nigga is seeing no picture of a waffle on this girl's Instagram. She gotta be with the nigga. Yeah, no, it's time. I why know he got the I know he got the chains on. Like, why would it be time at noon on a Monday at the Waffle Fucking Hut? Like, th- th- it just it just was stupid. And to watch y'all do it, and I people started hitting me this morning when the story coming out. Damn, y'all was right. Damn, you was right, cuz. And I'm like, I'm not grandstanding or doing. Like, right. Somebody lost their life in this bullshit. But it just shows just how fucked up we are as thinkers that something like that could happen, and we don't blame. The father and son. We don't blame, we don't blame gang culture. We don't blame this idiotic fucking society. You know what we blame? Rock for wearing his jewelry that exactly. he worked for. Yeah. We blame the girlfriend for 
using her civil rights and posting some shit on social media. Like, it's just idiotic all the way around. So now we have this situation where the son and the father done come out. Okay, y'all hit the licks and they burn the car apparently afterwards or whatever. And it's just like, yo, like I've stated at the beginning, the only dickheads in this situation were the people who committed that. And now that you see it and see it like visually can see the dad because you ain't won't show you the son, but you see a 17-year-old did this, it's like, what the fuck? Man? Yeah, this is this is the this is the well being poisoned. This is the start another one for us too, Dan. One of the heads. Yeah, this like, is this is the well being poisoned. This is the well being poisoned. You're like, and 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 I sit and I'm just like, yo. I told Jules the right before we recorded because he hit me about it. Like, yo, you see this shit? Like, I'm just like, dog. I'm like, this is the the shit that like Kev always mentioned, the black male rule of engagement, mm-hmm. where it don't gotta be for nothing. It don't gotta be cause you in some beef. Cause everybody stirred that up. Oh, well, you know, Rock yeah, that was did. the second we, level. That was yo, well, you know, he did so and so, so so and so might have gotten they licked back. They had a John where they had a video circulating. It was a nigga from Minnesota. They tried to blame him. The nigga from Academics was like, no, 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 that's so and so. He from Minnesota. He a chat nigga. He be on here, da da da. Like he don't know rock. Like it, it's 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 all of these things that we try to like reason because you know what the re- the real reality is. Black people don't want to deal with the truth. Never. The truth is. We all fucking hate each other. Yep. We all envy each other. We all are nasty to each other. We don't have any love. We don't see others. We don't see a reflection of ourselves in other black people. Yeah. That's reality. Yeah, we see a nigga that 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 is that he doing better than me. I'm going to take this nigga shit or I'm going to kill this nigga. So what happens in these situations is people will try to justify it using anything they can. Oh, well, he was in some beef or he did so-and-so or he ran up in somebody's crib or the bitch messed up or his homie messed up mm-hmm. or this and the third. Yeah, they play the, the blame game. And the reality of it is, is he got out the car. He looked good. A nigga seen it and was like, I'm taking that shit. Yep. That's what happened. That's it. So at the root of it, we don't need to stop posting on social media. We don't need to stop taking trips on vacation. We don't need to stop trying to better ourselves and further our brands. We need to stop fucking hating each other and doing dumbass shit to each other. That's it. And stay away that's from the, niggas. That, that's the, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm being silly. Like, that's the long and the short of it. Yeah. Like, when you look back at Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and all of these black leaders who helped the culture move along, Malcolm X lived on a regular block. When they burned, when the, when the whole shit happened, when they burned mm-hmm. down his house, he was on a house with other, he wasn't in the hills. and right. <laughs> He was on a block with everybody else. Martin Luther King was at a motel when he got killed. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, like, we, we were just around each other and existed and took care of each other. And it was like, nobody felt like they was greater than or bigger than. But what you bring in a hierarchy to life, people are constantly trying to climb that ladder. So when they see you and you higher on that ladder than them, it's this perverse attitude of like, Man, if I take him out, then I'm you know, like yeah, you I'm think, the nigga. We always say niggas, niggas will by proxy themselves into a better standard. Mm-hmm. If I fuck this bitch and you fuck her and you doing better than me in life, nigga, we on the we same, the same level. We the same nigga. It, it's now. like that shit, and it, it just it's never like oh she's mentally disturbed. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's we on the same level. She had now. a bad day. She had a bad day. <laughs> she had a bad day. I caught some fucking top tier pussy on discount rack. And I should just take my win and run. I no, keep it a buck. I keep it a buck with you. In my my in my younger years, I dealt with a chick who was dating a nigga who played for the Eagles. 
I remember she brought me to the to the little condo they had. And yeah. I, I remember like walking in because like, the bitch was bad. And I'm like walking in and I see like cleats. I see helmets, trophies. I was like, damn, you play football? And she was <laughs> like, nah, like, you know, you, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, damn, that's crazy. And then it finally hit me like who she was with and the tattoo. And I'm just like, and I, and I, I did ask, like, I said it to myself. I'm like, damn, this bitch is like tripping. Cause I, you know, I, I can't run a four five. We all heard I got a story to tell. Yeah, <laughs> like we, yeah. we we know what that is. Like I, I've seen bitches make bad choices. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, I was the bad choice. So it's like, yeah, it's, it, there is no proxy to that. That's the equivalent of me leaving out of that condo. Like, you know what, man, get my knee together. I could be in the league by next week. Man, Seahawks need some linemen. Because <laughs> the whole line is terrible out there in Seattle. Like this shit is just stupid. So, end of the day. I, I I truly do feel sorry for the girl. Cause that's a lot to have to deal yeah. with. To lose your partner, your child's father, the person you wit having in all this front of with, you in front of you in that manner, and then go outside and not even outside, and that goes to the Kevin Hart shit. Yeah. But the internet is literally cause I'm pretty sure nobody was in her face with that shit. No, hell no. The internet jumps out the window and is like, it's cause of you. Yeah. And you like, what the fuck? Think about the fact of like, you got international multi super platinum, the most billboard entries in female history, superstar Nicki Minaj saying you the reason why PNB Rock is dead. Like, you're like not trying to be funny. And that could weigh on you when you start seeing people of influence. Like, I know we might not like to think about it this way, but Kodak Black is influential. Nicki Minaj is super influential. So these people can sway public opinion in a manner that you and me might not ever be able to. Yep. Seriously. Why do you think Nicki Minaj can get a million dollars from Maybelline or Cardi B can get a... Cardi B just said she lost a million dollar deal with fucking Call of Duty. Yeah. Like, what the fuck was Cardi going to be doing on Call of Duty? <laughs> Don't make no sense, but they was going to give it a bread. So it's like these people are influential in ways that some of us could never even imagine. So to see them jump out the window and be like, why you post that waffle... Is is crazy as shit. Crazy. When the reality is, all of the shit just come because black people don't know how to fuck to interact yep. with each other. And we also And that's and not let me ahead. that's the issue that no one wants to deal with. No one. Yeah, it's always this dirty little secret about like, you know, even like you see like shit unfold like in the city or whatever, or or no gun zone or Philly Scoop Hall or Baltimore Scoop Hall or whatever. I'll be honest whatever. with you, I don't follow that shit. I can't. But it's omnipresent though. I, I was saying the other day. These big stories that gonna make the news and gonna be headlines regardless, like the shit at Roxborough, yeah. you know that that's a, that's a kid got killed on school property during mm -hmm. some school shit. That that's gonna make it. But all of them little, I'll be like, y'all follow this shit just to be triggered. It's yeah. it's the only fucking thing that makes sense. Because why are you not following no cooking? Why but, are you not following nothing joyful? But it just it, it just be blowing me. It's like there are people it, who sit in this and like soak in it yeah. to the point where it's like it's all you believe and it's all you know. And that's another thing that we just gotta kind of gotta get away. Like, there's a lot of shit hindering us. Here. Oh yeah, for sure. A but lot. it's like you see these these little, like you said, the little micro stories, the little small shit or whatever, whatever. And then you see people in the comments that are trying to like justify or make excuses for why the criminal activity is taking place because it's they cousin or they little oh. brother or whatever, they son or whatever. It's like no, you raised a piece of shit. Did, did you uh, see hey. the did you see the kids tore up the Wawa the other day? Yes. They in the comments like, I mean, we all did dumbass shit when we was kids. No the fuck. No, we, we didn't. didn't. Who was who we? Who the fuck is we? You know, we did dumb shit, yes, but we never went into a super fresh and tore it the fuck up. That's what was around when I was a kid. 
Yeah. What we about to do today, y'all, man, we about to go to Clover, and we going to tear that motherfucker. <laughs> like, we never did that. Ever. And I knew, like, badass kids. I yeah. mean, like, kids where it was just like, I know he don't got a shot. That nigga ain't never walk into motherfucking Maroney's and just start throwing water ice all over the fucking place. Right. Like, that type of shit is just like, you a loose animal. Yeah. There, there's nothing like... And the thing is, it's like it's, all, it's always like, when we get called to the carpet for our bullshit or our youth or whatever, it's always this dirty little secret where it's like, we trying to protect when them, some image or whatever the fuck. Them, and I just don't understand when them, that When shit. them kids hit that man with the traffic cone and he fell down, they kept hitting him, and he passed away from that. 73-year-old man, 14- and 15-year-old children at 2.30 in the morning, beat this man to death. You know what I saw somebody say? Somebody who I used to follow that I don't follow anymore because fuck you, ho. You know what she said? Why was he even outside that that? Yeah, why was he outside? Excuse me? That motherfucking, mind you, he's 73. Like my dad is 73. So you know what I know? If he's 73, that means he was in high school during civil rights. My dad graduated high school in 1966. How the fuck you going to tell a man who literally was out here before civil rights? Like before exactly. we even had the right to move around. Yeah. How the fuck you going to question why he outside? Yeah. That's how fucking sick we are mentally at times. To where we don't want to deal with the real problems. Yeah. The real problems is like, yo, y'all fucked up. Yeah. I know a lot of people who have kids. I know very few parents. That's just reality. Real talk. It's a lot of motherfuckers that got kids. It's very few parents. Because y'all don't, y'all don't even shelter these kids the right way. I saw the video the other day of a three-year-old rapping drill music. And it's just like, yo, th- th- like, this shouldn't be happening, yo. Why he killing it? Look at him killing it. Like, we, we, we got a lot, a lot of issues, man. Yeah, a bunch of, a bunch of sick shit that goes on with us. Um... That nobody wants to deal with, that nobody wants to deal with or just call it what it is. And that's the reason why we can't fix the damn problems and move forward is because we just keep hiding shit like this dirty little secret. And it's like, and we won't talk about it in in private amongst black people. And if we also can't have a public discourse about it, how do we fix the problem? Mm -hmm. We can't. We just keep repeating the same shit over and over and over and over and over again. And it's like, yo, y'all not tired of living like this? Y'all not tired of being passed by every single minority group that comes here and gets an economic base faster and better than us because they actually have a sense of community and they care about one another? Like, y'all not tired of being like the laughing stock of the entire fucking global fucking uh, world because we don't have shit, even though we got the highest uh, spending power. We spend more money than anybody, but we don't have no money. Like, I just think about black people from, like, the 50s to the 60s to the 70s, where it's like, there was so much movement. Like, you, you do realize black people couldn't get on the bus. Black people couldn't vote. Black people couldn't live where the fuck they wanted to live. It, it was just so fucking crazy. And niggas overcame all those yes. mountains just riding together. And I look at it now where, yes, we can go out and start podcasts and start businesses and fucking, you know, make money off of being yourself and brand yourself and all these things that, you know, we've, we've moved further along. But in the grand scheme of things, yo, like black people's interaction with each other, I'm not all too sure we've moved at all no. since that time period. Now, I'm going to keep it a buck. We might have regressed oh, yeah. because we don't take care of each other. We don't have love for our neighbors. We don't, we, I'm my mom, yo, rest in peace, man, to my mother. My mother passed away in 2002. My mother was a teacher, right? For, 17 years, and then she got her second master's degree. She transitioned over and started doing uh, counseling. My mom, I remember her having a conversation with Sheena, who I was cool with in high school. She wanted to be a teacher. My mom told her, 
No, you don't want to be a teacher. Right. The classroom is not going to be somewhere you want to be in the next 10 to 15 years. Trust me, I'm seeing it now. Don't do that. And Sheena didn't do that. She went on, she became an author. She got her doctorate, this and there. And Sheena always be like, yo, I wish your mom was alive so I could like thank her, like changing the way I looked at wanting to be a teacher. Yeah. And my mother used to say it like, I remember parent-teacher night in, in 1992. The, the building was full. Full. My mom would say parent-teacher night in 2001. It was like half the kids' parents is coming, yeah. maybe. Maybe. You know what parent-teacher nights be probably looking like now? Like, oh, that joint was the night? Right. Shit like that. And the few parents that is showing up is wholly inappropriate. They got bonnets on and all this crazy shit. It's just, just the, 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 the everything about us has just, like, regressed. I told Chad the other day, I'm like, we 400 years behind the 400 that we got to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, Black Wall Street took place, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, took place in 1921. We had, our own, we had our own communities. We had our own economies and all that shit. And white people came and burned that down. That wasn't no niggas that did that shit because we loved each other. Mm -hmm. And we took care of each other. Fucking black people owned fucking South Street, believe it or not. Yeah. That was our shit. Black people owned the fucking uh, thriving community in Opelika and fucking... Um, in South Florida, in, in Miami, they came, the fucking government came and built the fucking highway through that shit and destroyed that shit. And we still persevered through all of that shit to where now in 2022, the manifestation of black people on the whole, our whole identity right now is wrapped around perversion, gangsterism, fucking violence, and drill music. BBLs and drill music. And nonsense. Just nonsense. Absolute nonsense. I see the other day, Jamie Foxx made a thing where he was like, just because you got a po podcast don't make you a philosopher. And it's just like, all right, your hairline is crazy. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, yo, I get that. I get that. I, that's cool to say. The reality of it is, is the very next thing I saw on that page was a viral clip of a bitch on a podcast Ho bitch with a bunch of weird ass niggas. <laughs> right. And the bitch is like, I'm in love with money. I don't give a fuck what you do. You could be fat, ugly, tall, skinny. I love money. If you got the money, who poppy, you my poppy. Da, 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 da. And I'm just like, this is the reason people hate pocket. This is mm -hmm. the shit that goes viral. Yep. This is why we say these things. And y'all keep things. sharing it. Y'all know it's stupid, but you also know it gets traction because people are very savvy and understand the internet. Mm. People like Sean Cotton. People like uh, DJ Vlad. People like academics. They're very savvy. These are brilliant people. I know Sean Cotton. That's my friend. They're very savvy and very smart. And through them, they educate their staff on what's newsworthy and what's coverable and what's going to share and what's going to get niggas riled up and what's going to get niggas arguing and shit like that. So what do we do? We share shit all day on social media that's going to get niggas mm. mad and arguing right and that's all we do that's it's it. it's nonsense it's banter and and you see and there's bring, nothing to counterbalance it bringing it full circle like the whole twitter shit like i said it's just it, you, it's, you hate something but then you'll post the shit you hate so now everybody looks at it exactly it's just all bad all terrible all the there's time. pages out here and i'm not gonna say who there's pages out here that are just flatly dedicated to extreme violence with no redeeming quality to it whatsoever. There's no call to action. There's no community uh, relief. There's no uh, 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 grief counseling or nothing that's going on. It's just it's just nonstop dedicated to like the craziest shit you've ever seen on the internet. All bad. It's all bad. And I, you know, I, I that girl had to deal with two plus weeks of people just blaming her. Just, from every from celebrities down to to egg pages on Twitter, 
blaming this girl for something that is just a farce. Y'all made it up. It didn't happen that way. It just troubles me that we can run with these farces, that we yes. can run with this bullshit time and time and time and time again. It's sickening. And it's like y'all have to know that no thought was put into that Spewing that that talking point, there's no thought that goes into that. You're just regurgitating what you've seen somebody else say or whatever the case may be, and it all starts from one fucking page here or whatever, some propaganda that starts it, and then it's like, oh, yeah, no, because that's what happened and this, this, and this. And it's like, yo, I had to explain to somebody that I know. I'm like, yo, I know street shit very well. I know street culture. I know how shit go on. And some things are explainable, some things are unexplainable, and some shit just comes out in the wash. And I'm just like, yo, in a city where gang culture rules the day, in a city, in a county where street figures are plugged into the mayor's office and have say-so on the funding that comes down to and through the community and all of that shit, I understand that everybody's complicit when some crazy shit like this goes down. And there's be so many layers to shit to where it's like, we know who fucking did the pop smoke shit. We don't necessarily know who put them up to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't necessarily know that there might not be some fucking 40 year old nigga in the hood. That's run the gang that went and sent the little homies to go do whatever they did. And then he bought whatever from them. And like, we don't, we don't, we don't know that because some shit just stays in the shadows or whatever the case may be. So, for people to just jump on this one piece of like low hanging fruit where it was like, oh yeah, it was the girl. It had to be. There ain't no, cause there ain't no other way. And it's just like, all right, well, where's the security? Where's this? Where's that? Like, where's the, where's the various it, it, it's, other it's protocol? Wild, but you said it a couple, I, mean, uh, I think either on the PNB rock show we did on the or, Patreon. or on a Patreon, you said, uh, old heads putting the young niggas up. Yeah. Shit, like that's a whole nother element that we don't talk about enough in our community. Like people who lead the young and the dumb shit. And it's like, here you are on a fucking mission with your dad. Yes. And it's just like, yo, I said it today to Drew. I'm like, yo, I legit was afraid to curse around my pop. So I couldn't see me in 01, like, oh shit, dad, to go Aaron McKee. Yeah. Start the car. And my pop really went <laughs> right. shit. I remember my grandpa years ago was having like an issue with someone on his block. And my, my dad was like, uh, yeah, we need to, you know, figure something out. My grandpa was like, yeah, I said we go out there and fight. And my dad was like, I think it's time to put you in a home. <laughs> I'm not about to go out there and fight. Go ahead and rumble. <laughs> like, here's the thing. Me and my dad grew up together. My dad's 16 years older than me. Me and my dad grew up together from the time that I was like, me and my dad, you know, really like forged our relationship around the time I was like 12, 13, like in, into becoming a young man. And we spent tons of time together and, you know, Done it all. At no point did my dad ever put a gun in my hand and was like, yo, go rob this nigga right here. And he had every excuse to do that because he was a kid raising a kid. He had every, if, if we going to play the, you know, the black people don't know no better card or whatever, like y'all like to play all the time. If y'all going to play that card, he had every excuse to and still had the presence of mind to know better because he knew his responsibility is to make me better than him. Right. If he don't do nothing else. If he don't buy me no motherfucking sneakers, if he don't take me to the mall, if he don't help me fuck no hoes, his main responsibility is to make sure that your life is better and easier than mine was. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to put you in no position to make a penitentiary chance to throw your fucking life away in the process. It's dumb. I couldn't imagine walking in the house and my dad like, yo, shit getting tight. You know, we got, you know what I'm saying? Well, hit some licks. Yeah. I'd be like, man, I just seen on the telephone pole at UPS. <laughs> <laughs> $19 an hour, yeah, believe it or not. Down there, go pick up a shift. 
<laughs> like, and shit is just crazy, man. And we just that burn. We cooked. Yeah. We said it today. We are cooked. And there was no thought put into that. Like, that's literally like a see him. He got the, he by himself. We in there. You know what I'm saying? Because they, they waited the little bit of time. They waited to see if anybody else was going to pull up. You know what I'm saying? To see if it's like, oh, is there any more nigga? Oh, no. He, he in there by himself. All right, bet. We on it. And it turns into a fucking botch robbery. Somebody dies. And then now y'all niggas about to go to jail for 94 million years. The same way the niggas as Pop Smoke. And I know y'all going to go. Like I said on the original PNB Rock episode we did, the memorial yeah, episode. The y'all going to go in front of the judge and be crying and snotting and trying to plead your case. And we didn't know. And this happened. And mental health and uh, temporary insanity and all this nonsense just to lead us back to don't commit crime. It's like, how about just don't commit the crime to begin with? We always, (laughs) it's like playing fucking life. We always end up right back in the same place. You could have just been an officer <laughs> or a PD job, whatever the fuck come out of them little cards. Like, it, it, there's just no reason for this. With Hollywood and the entertainment, Hollywood, the music industry, entertainment industry being the backdrop of L.A., for these niggas to sit here and just act like it ain't no opportunities for them and all they got is hitting licks and robbing and this and this and this, y'all are full of shit. Y'all are some fucking dickheads. Because if Hollywood was at my backyard, me, Matt, and Dana be driving to motherfucking Cullinan right now. We might be if sharing a color, we, but we'd but be driving. We have one. <laughs> if I could wake up every day and know I could go to Paramount Studios or I could go here, whatever, like I would just be pitching shit. By yeah. proxy, you end up with opportunity yeah. because it's right there, yeah. and there's enough stories in your neighborhood to, to put something decent together. BET Plus is giving niggas fucking full season television deals for fucking content just off of pitch meetings. I know because my homie had a pitch meeting. And fucking got offered $225,000 for a series. That nigga had one, he had the, the overall, the outline written in one episode. And they was like, give you $225 right now. Give us the name of the company, write the check to. And he turned it down. So it's like, and that's, and that's not in LA. You right. know what I'm saying? So to think that you niggas really believe that, like, oh man, all we got is the streets. No, you don't. That's a decision. And at some point, we gotta start giving res- the responsibility and the culpability. Two people for making their own bad decisions and bad choices and not trying to blame all these community factors and this, 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 and this. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do, especially when Hollywood is at your backyard, in your backyard. They blame that girl, man, off of that waffle. Like, I, I'm still just, like, blown away like, by that. Craziness. Like, I, you know, like... That's what I got. I, 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 I like real like not trying to be funny. They blame that girl about that waffle. That's really what they did. It's bad, man. When I've watched people post a location all the fucking yes, I mean all the fucking time. You said it on the show we did, man. We gotta start giving each other more grace, man. Like we have to. When me and Nav took the picture at the Sixers game, he posted it right there. Right. Motherfuckers was hitting me like, yo, you with Nav at the Sixers? I'm like, damn, I ain't even know. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like. I'm at the game, motherfuckers hit me like, y'all seen Nav post you on his gram and shit. Like, I, I, I was just so lost in that moment. Like, wait, wait. And I couldn't believe that so many people were saying it and running, just like making post after post yeah. after post after post. Like, yo, get some work done. Take a time yeah. out. Like, how the fuck? Put some like, water on your face. Like, yo, how, Wash it. <laughs> how, how the fuck? How the fuck? 
Do you have crime scene investigators? I mean, people who go to real schooling to be forensic analysis, <laughs> crime scene investigators, detectives. Like, you know, being a, de- a detective ain't no easy yeah, you feat. don't wake up a detective. No, ain't no actual <laughs> holy shit. These are the like, best of the best. Like, you, to be a detective, you have to have, like, a degree. You have to pass courses. You have to go through tra- all this. I know, a, I know a detective. You yeah. have to real deal, like, be on your A game to be a detective. And it's like, how the fuck did you, with... A uh, 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 12S. Figure out <laughs> with a 12S iPhone. <laughs> I got to the bottom of this shit. I got shit. it. I figured it out. Like, how the fuck did you do that? You niggas are sick. Mind you, you handle medical billing at this physical therapy yeah. place. So you're moonlighting as a fucking <laughs> criminal investigator. <laughs> and somehow you figured it out. Oh, no, it's the waffle, y'all. That's what did it. It's fucking sick. It's insane. Meanwhile, the actual authorities took themselves a couple of weeks, figured this shit mm-hmm. out. Yeah, and I told y'all, over. it ain't going to take long. I told y'all that on the There's show. cameras and shit everywhere. It ain't going to take long. If you're doing crime, PSA, if you're out here doing crime, you have to understand that you are under some form of surveillance when you're doing it. Somebody saw something. Whether it's, a, whether it's people filming you or closed circuit television or police cameras or whatever the fuck, especially if you're in a crime-infested neighborhood. You are you are under surveillance, nigga. You are not getting away with this shit. Um, it took them two weeks to wrap this shit up. Two weeks. And as more as this story develops and all of that, and we're going to find out the who, what, when, where, why, and how, it's all going to come out. Because guess what? These niggas going to tell it all. Because at this point, now they're trying to get their time cut. So they're going to give a full confession about what the fuck happened and why they did it. And it's all coming. It's all, it's all there. It's all there. So it's like, why bother? Like, why? Just don't do crime. Like, don't do, like, don't do crime. You got all these washed up rappers, MC8, and this nigga, and that nigga, and it's like, oh, because, no, because, wow, because you got to, you got to stay dangerous out here in L.A., yeah, cuz. Like, yeah, I see it. Dog, spare ev- me. Everybody, like, Ice-T came out, and Detective Tutuola came out and was like, yeah, no, you don't wear no jewelry around. I don't wear no jewelry. Why you think me and Kendrick don't? Kendrick is walking around with a million-dollar crown on his head, like, you niggas. What the fuck? With, with a million-dollar crown of thorns on his head. What the fuck are y'all talking about? Snoop Dogg done, Snoop Dogg done took death row back, <laughs> sure. Down, Snoop walking around with a big ass death row piece, giving on. giving chains out, giving them. I gave one to Steph Curry. <laughs> Steph Curry got a death row chain. Jamie Foxx got a damn death row chain. What are y'all niggas like, talking about? What? Dog, dog, so cooked. There it is. Third time's a charm. Yeah, we just so fried, man. Rest in peace, to Rock. I'm glad they got them, the kid and his dad. That was just some complete bullshit. Ugh. Let me talk about something else. Eme. Yeah, let's talk about something ridiculous. The freak of the week. I ain't mad at Eme, man. Here's the thing. I'm not. I'm going to just go there. I, I want to frame this by starting off by saying this. Eme did some regular, everyday person shit. A man or a woman could have ended up in the position that Eme ended up in. Because at the end of the day, what happens... When men and women work together, they fuck. It's fucking going, they, on. It's fucking going on. I don't know if y'all notice or not. I don't know where y'all work. Uh, I'm sure fucking at work is going down because of remote working and all of that no, shit. I, I, I but motherfuckers at, I, is fucking. I've, when been, they at, work I've been at SEPTA the last 13 motherfucking years, and this company policy to not have sexual interactions with your coworkers. And I figured it out. You know why they make us wear uniforms? Because if we didn't have pants and sweaters, everybody be fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. That shit is real. 
Everybody done had something go on. You, you stay at a job long enough, somebody going to say something. You turning in your overtime sheet, and the bitch is like, damn, you, you turning over. You grinding, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, dick in her mouth. Yeah, it's something, something. It, it's just what at, it is. At some point. We, we, what Patrice O'Neill say? Men working with women is like salmon working with grizzly bears. Yep. And the salmon come in covered in honey. <laughs> yep. Real shit. And, he's, and he explained it so perfectly about how workplace harassment takes place and shit like that, where it's like, it starts off as something really innocent. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, nice shoes, nice belt, whatever, whatever. Then it's, oh, hey, uh, you want me to give you a massage? You're like, wait, what? <laughs> like, the next thing you know, she massaging your neck. Next thing you know, she's, she's sucking your dick in a yeah. broom closet. Like, this, it's very simple. You know, at you know, at you know, our core, humans are carnal creatures. Mm-hmm. We are animals. Dog. And when you see animals out in the wild doing... Fucking. The only reason why we ain't just outside on the street corner fucking is because we've deemed it socially inappropriate. You know what separates us from animals? The fact that we have compassion. That's it. That's it. Because animals understand the laws of the fucking jungle. We do too, but we have compassion. Yeah, if I'm I'm higher on a food chain than you, I kill you and you become my food. Yeah. It's simple. Seriously. Old white man told me a joke one day at the the casino. He was like, you know why... uh, you know why fish are so healthy and live long? I was like, why? He's like, because they eat fish. <laughs> <laughs> it was so stupid. I had to laugh yeah. at it. But it's like, yeah, we animals at the end of the day. Um, I kind of got, I wrote a whole thing about this because I really thought about this. And this is going to sound sexist as fuck, and I apologize in advance. This email situation is almost like a case for why, like, men and women don't need to work together anymore. Because you have this situation where everything unfolds and all this, you know, they feeding us bit by bit. They breadcrumbing us, like feeding us a little bit of news bit by yeah, bit. Every and this, this, day and there's a, a new development. new development or whatever. It's turning into the OJ case. But what it started out at was this is a consensual, inappropriate relationship. Because a relationship can be both consensual and inappropriate. If my, if, if my man wife want to give me some pussy and I fuck her, it's inappropriate, but she agreed to give me the pussy. Legally, legally, it's it's like it's adultery, so it's completely inappropriate for a number of different moral and ethical reasons. It's inappropriate, but it's consensual. But we've gotten to the point where now, even though the relationship was consensual, only the man is being made to fall on the sword here. I had a, it was a girl the other day made a post, or she she posted a thing on her story, and like the 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 tweet or whatever it was was like, um. This email shit is so sick. It just shows it just how men move with no respect and this, that, and the third. And, you know, he men are just completely terrible people and this and that. And I, I was like, you know that the chick was married, right? Right. And she like, well, yeah. And I'm just like, no, like, like understand, like, if she's married, he's not. She's married and he's not. If we want to go down the ethical ladder, she's more of a terrible person than he is. Because yeah. this was consensual to the point where she was handling Nia Long traveling around. This is 100%. She was completely complicit in all of this. Yeah. yeah. He's suspended. He made, he's made to fall on the sword publicly and she gets to keep her job and have her identity hidden. Well, I don't know if she's keeping her job, but her identity is definitely hidden because we don't even know. Motherfuckers went as far as finding the one black chick who worked on the team. Like, Bruh. 
Oh no, this the ball girl right here. They yeah. said it's only three women that work in the holes. That was a narrative. It's only three women that work in the subject Some, organization. I saw one gym was like it was only one woman that worked in the gym. Was like, <laughs> what is this Pillsbury Farm in eighteen fifty? I was like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? And that's that's that right there is the biggest jump for me. I'm starting to believe that it's very like. <sighs> I saw a post today, and I don't I don't want to go into that and go down that rabbit hole, but it was a suicide post. And okay. everybody probably knows what I'm talking about because it's been going around, whatever. And I'm reading the post like, it's got a point. Like, we might be living in hell. Like, we dead ass might because things are so backwards and just so flipped yeah. at just how we handle every little piece of every single thing. I told you I've seen a car accident, like a fender bender, where the motherfucker got out the car with a baseball bat and just started swinging at the motherfucker. Him, and it's just like, yo, you know Geico will put you in a rental car. <laughs> right. And pay for all of and this. And pay for it. Like, they going to handle this, baby. You know, once you put the claim in, you don't even got to talk to this nigga like, again. Like, we, we handle everything so fucking wrong. Yeah. And I'm like, how did we get here to where every situation, mind you, let's just do this. First and foremost, this shit ain't none of our business. Bruh. L let's just do that. Bruh. That, that from the jump, this shit ain't none of our business. Because I'm telling you, if everybody's <coughs> dirty little secret and dirty laundry shit had to go out into the world, it, man, man. There would be no more economy because all the companies would dissipate. They would fall apart at all the fucking incestuous and inappropriate relationships that go on between people. I remember when I worked at Enterprise, right? The people, people fucked around so much at Enterprise, they had a term for it. You know what they called it? Elationships. Elationships, yeah. Because everybody was fucking with everybody. I had, when I worked at the airport, I had a direct manager. The branch manager of the airport was fucking a management trainee, my brother. Ended up getting engaged to her and marrying her. You know what happened? Nothing. Yeah. And it was company policy. And this is a privately held company. This is not even like some big inner, some big uh, publicly traded company, whatever, whatever. This is a privately held company, meaning like they can fire. And Pennsylvania is an at-will employment state, which means people can get fired at any time for any reason or for no reason at all. You could just show up, nigga, you're fired. We don't have to explain why. That's the letter of the law in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. So understanding that and knowing that like, a direct supervisor can fuck with a direct employee, even though it's written in stone that you're not supposed to do it. Why is that? Because people fuck with other people. Mm -hmm. Like this, it's just, it's normal. So for people to be so outraged and acting like, oh, this is so crazy and I can't believe him and blah, blah, blah. It's like, all right, so let's back the truck up a little bit. Are we not acknowledging that this man is tall, handsome, wealthy, and successful? And not to mention, he got he got Nia Long by his side. So those five factors right there get you some pussy in any city in the universe. Mm -hmm. That'll get you some pussy alone. Being tall, just just being tall will get you some pussy. Nigga. You ain't even got to be handsome and successful. Just being tall will get you some pussy. So we're pretending like this man didn't walk into the Celtics organization, transform this whole shit, take them to the finals. Every woman that worked there wants some of that dick. Why are we acting like we confused about this? Uh. Oh. I seen y'all lusting over the nigga on, on the internet when y'all found out who he was, all these random women, over the Celtics championship run. So why are we pretending like the women that work there that see this nigga every day don't see what y'all see? 
And don't let them be charming on top of that. Everybody wants some of this dick. So it's like we just erase our like basic understanding of human life in the name of being woke or power dynamics and all this other shit. And it's like, no, men and women that are attracted, men, women that are attracted men and men that are attracted to women are, there's an eventuality that exists where they're going to get together. Mm-hmm. Appropriate or not. I know my Barry homies get more pussy than anybody I know yeah. <laughs> like, because something about them having a woman that's committed to them, that love them makes them more attractive to other women oh, if you because ever, women are inside out and they level a competition be through the roof. You ever watched the departed? What uh, Alec, I blow your head off Baldwin said, he said, nigga, you got a wedding ring on women. See that it means two things. You either got some money <laughs> or your dick work. Hopefully both. Hopefully both. Like that's just reality. So I got homies that walk into a bar and they lead with that. Oh, yeah, you see the wedding ring, right? I'm married. So, yeah, so who want the ass eat? You know, uh, Seinfeld, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, George, they had an episode where George wore a wedding band as a way to get women and shit. Like, they had a whole episode around that shit. And it's just like... Because yeah. we know what it is. We're a nation full of swindlers, adulterers, fucking capitalists, like... Well, you mix all of that shit up. Like, we got a free market economy. You mix all of that shit up, you're going to get affairs... You're going to get fucking inappropriate relationships. You're going to get bosses fucking their workers, male and female both ways. We saw horrible bosses. The fucking uh, Jennifer Anderson was trying to fuck Dale the whole fucking job. I can remember getting written up and going in to talk to, like, management. And, like, someone came in and was, like, said something. And I was, like, she walked off. And I was, like, just me being me because I'm around, like, Somebody who kind of, you know what I'm saying, like I thought was all right. Yeah. And I just like arbitrarily was like, she's nice looking. And it was just like, yeah, yeah, she got that, she got that oil too. <laughs> and I'm like, am I still written up? <laughs> because I can run wild with this one. <laughs> it's like real shit. Because at some point our carnal nature kicks in. And people, even people in a position of power will do and say some inappropriate shit. They're human. There's a reason why once upon a time, sexual harassment in the workplace had to be multiple incidents because of that. Just read that. Don't read it out loud, but just read that. See what I'm saying? We're cooked. We are frizzed, dog. <laughs> we are cooked. Super fried. Like that's that that just threw my whole shit off. Like, like what man? Like, yeah, I mean to fuck you up. But that just Dang. came through. I'm just like What was I saying? Uh about being uh the, 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 the shit with the being woke. Oh, yeah. Eventually, like, in the name of being woke, we'll ignore, like, human nature, our carnal instincts, and just regular peer-to-peer interaction. Like, it's normal. Like, like so for, for people to have, like, to be on this morality high horse for the last week about his email shit was just so confusing to me. Because mm-hmm. a lot of y'all are cheating on your significant other right now. I know a lot of emails. <laughs> That ain't as successful as I know female emails too. Oh, it's some female, it's some female yays around this job. It's some female yays running around. It, it goes both <laughs> ways, man. Trust and believe. So it's like, me. so this nigga walking around the Celtics office, tall, handsome, how foul is smelling she? good. You wiped up. Dick swinging. <laughs> you think somebody don't want some of that dick because he messed with you? Crazy, like. So the whole arc of it, it once they said they lost me. Once they said it was. Consensual, it's like, why are we talking about this? That's what I was. This just, is none of our business. And, and and it's so weird that we've like created news out again. 
We worry about shit that everyone's outraged about this. No one's outraged about this situation over no. here or this situation or no. the kids at the Wawa or the kids over here that night at the fucking. Oh, you got at, some pussy, nigga? At, oh, the, no. at, at the gallery, that shit. A couple weeks. It just we're not worried about these things that go on, but it's like we'll it's selective outrage. Yeah, we'll we'll just pick some shit arbitrarily. Oh no, because now. <laughs> Cause you don't. I seen somebody like you don't, yo. She don't need along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, cause you don't know how you get me along and da da da. And the one nigga the other day tweeted was like, yo, I don't know what the fuck got y'all acting like this about me along, but y'all need to turn off Love Jones and, and get, get serious. Get serious. <laughs> I wish I had the horn. <laughs> <laughs> That nigga said, cut off Love Jones and get serious. Yeah, this is not this this is not 24-year-old Nia Long. That was the best tweet I ever seen, y'all. This is this is and Nia Long is a beautiful for 51. She beautiful, but she 51, bro. Cut off Love Jones and, and get, get serious. serious. This is not Nia Long from Friday. This is not Love Jones. This is not the best man Nia Long, fam. Like. And the oldest adage in the book is, you show me a bad it bitch, I'll show you a nigga that's tired of fucking her. Here go the reality. It ain't even got nothing to do with Nia Long. That's the reality. And I tried to explain this to a chick the other day. She's like, no, because Nia Long is black royalty. And I'm like, all right, first of all, she ain't black royalty. Second, <laughs> first and foremost. Second, <laughs> it got nothing to do with it being Nia Long. Mariah Carey done been cheated on. Fiance got cheated on. Like, you are out of your Nick fucking Can- mind. Nick Cannon got a fucking laundry list of the baddest women I've ever seen in my life. Cheated on every last one Dog. of them. Because it's about him. It ain't about them. Dog. And for whatever reason, black women internalize cheating in a way different manner than, like, a lot of women of other ethnicities do, man. And it's like, it be so triggering. And I'm like... Y'all be cheating too, so I'd be extra confused. You ever have like have, know a chick that's like you out here fighting over? She all out here fighting over her nigga that she cheating on. It's like, yeah. what's wrong with you? Yeah. Why are y'all so triggered Yo. by fucking cheating and y'all do the same shit? Yo. Yo. No, I cheated with a rich nigga. He just fucking a bitch that work at Chick Fil A. That's men. Yeah. A CEO of a company. We saw a motherfucking. We all saw a pretty woman. Ain't that y'all favorite movie? Mm-hmm. A fucking a, a hedge fund billionaire in the nineties, wife the fucking prostitute. Yeah. Oh, this bitch got a great vibe. I love her. Yeah. Turn this hoe into something. Yeah. That's men. Mm-hmm. A man. Patrice O'Neill said it better than anybody. A man at his highest position will make a woman into her highest position. A man will see a regular, everyday woman. A king, so to speak. If a man, if a king marries a regular woman off the street, she's the queen. If a queen marries a nigga off the street, he is not the king. No. It does not work that way. We just seen this shit unfold with the queen of England dying. Mm-hmm. There, She got a husband. He ain't the motherfucking king, nigga. No. <laughs> you know why? Because he ain't the royal bloodline. And we got to trace this shit back and this, 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 and this. And she only became the queen because her father didn't have any fucking living uh, male heirs. And that's a patriarchy conversation, and this, and it goes into a whole nother thing. But what I'm saying is, it's just like, yo, we're ignoring regular, everyday human nature in the name of just being mad and triggered and outraged. And at some point, we got to get back to normal life and get fucking serious. Yeah, we got to get serious. got to get serious, man. <laughs> Cut off Love Jones and get serious. Stephen A. Great. Smith has been on television for the last week basically saying, like, yo, Emei's an idiot. But on the same token, why is this public knowledge? Like, because what it is is, and, and, and shout out to Kev, because we've talked about this, it's fear of a black, of the, of the black penis. 
you come in this organization, handsome, well-to-do, this, 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 and this. If you ain't married, you gonna fuck our daughters, wives, sisters, whoever. You gonna fuck everybody here if you if you black and you ain't attached to nobody. Snakes in the stadium. <laughs> Reality of it is like. Even with being attached to somebody, you still gonna bite fuck everybody. And that's the crazy part. It's like you know, I said it to the girl the other day. She's like, "No," because like I don't. I'm lost as to like what made him do this. And I'm like, "Yo, listen, people, it was Tuesday." People, yeah, like <laughs> she, she was like, "Why the fuck? Why? Why would he cheat on Nia Long?" I'm like, "Cause Nia Long wasn't there." You know what I'm saying? They were playing the Nuggets in Denver. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. The fuck? And I told her, I'm like, "Listen." People have been doing the shit that they not supposed to be doing since it was two people on the planet. Yep. I'm not making that up. Don't bite the apple, Eve. She was so this motherfucking apple. Green Granny Smith over there looking good. Like, that's reality. People been doing shit they not supposed to do since the beginning of time. So, that's what we do. We're line steppers and fucking boundary pushers. As humans. Like, like, like not trying to be funny. If... If if people didn't push the envelope and like step over the line, you know, like slavery and shit would have never ended. Yeah, you know, you don't get SpaceX and none of this cool shit Elon is doing right. if you don't push the boundaries. Sometimes you push some pussy, like you push your dick and some pussy. Like, I don't understand why we so like outraged about this is regular everyday shit. And, and Stephen it's, A's, and it's safer for him to hit something in house than to go outside Chris, and grab something. Chris Rock told us this twenty years ago. Successful men fuck who's around. Look at the president. Look at Bill Clinton. Shit, this dick ain't. Who in my motherfucker? Hey, yo, you, you there? Blue dress. What's your name? What you do here? I need his dick ate Hillary in Bosnia. Yeah. Hillary's terrible <laughs> on top of that. And the and the Chewy ain't, ain't about <laughs> the Chewy is not chewing. Chewing ain't about nothing. Chewing ain't about you, shit. <laughs> this got the nerve to be in Bosnia. Unless you do it again, I make sure you get far. Yeah, make sure yeah. you get far in life. President hit something that worked for the president and kept being the president. <laughs> Why the fuck is we talking about this? This is nothing to shit? talk about. And Stephen A. Smith been on TV for a week talking about the fact that, like, yo, if we outed all the inappropriate relationships going on just throughout the NBA, we would have a civil unrest. No, would nobody be allowed <laughs> to play? They like, went to can- like they canceled COVID. They no. went to cancel the season. Do you remember when Dave Chappelle did the the uh, the uh, reparations episode? Bruh. And he was like, um, the New York Knicks took on the Philadelphia 76ers, but since none of the black players showed up because they got their checks, Todd McCullough played one-on-one with Trevor Knight. <laughs> <laughs> he said the Sixers won 53 to 49. <laughs> like, they just had, when in time just aired on HBO Max, Magic Johnson was allegedly fucking everybody. Dog, Magic fucked so much, he caught HIV. Yo, Phil Jackson was hitting Genie Bus. Direct, di- direct <laughs> his balls. Dis- <laughs> directly not listening to the fucking rules. Oh, no, but we told the league, so it's all good. Yeah, no, we sent him a little email. Ain't no power dynamics there, because yeah. she a woman and I'm a man, yeah. so I can just DDT her, and it's yeah. like, it changes everything. Shit crazy. I never fucked the owner of a sports uh, franchise. Yeah, shit nuts. But when you think about the grand scheme of it, it's like, yo, this is life. This is the way it goes. This is really the world we live in. And you know what I saw the other day? Ra made a post. Ra, um, I wish I could go to the post immediately, but Ra basically was like, let me get it, let me get it, let me get it. Okay. He said, 
cheating is part of relationships. Yes, people got the, mad about that. He shit. said cheating is part of relationships in the same way that snitching is a part of the streets. It's what it is. And they literally, it was hundreds of comments on this thing where people, I'm talking about the most undesirable women and the most undesirable <laughs> men are on this post like, ain't no, ain't no, y'all talking about everybody cheating and da 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 And I commented on it and I'm like, yo, you didn't say everybody cheats. You said it's a part of the game the same Come way with snitching it. is a part of the streets. Here's the reality. The same way we say 80% of federal convictions come from informant and testimony, there are 20% that don't because there are niggas like Owen that just came home that right. don't tell. Exactly. That's reality. So there are people that don't cheat, but it's part of the game the same way snitching is. And, that, and we're all like, bruh, like it's just it's insane yeah. that people don't read. The, like It's nuts because everybody wants to be fake triggered. And I saw women on this post like, I would never duh, 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 and it just be like, yeah, I see that. You know what I'm nobody, saying? Nobody else wants to. Yeah, like, ain't no, I could, like I see guys on the post where it's just like, me and my homies would never. And then you click the picture of him and his homies, and it's like, oh, y'all them fedora-wearing niggas <laughs> right. that wear shirts like, I love black women. You know, like, right. them niggas where it's just like, yeah, I could see this. This makes total sense. So it's like, yes, there are people who, who shit, we ain't committed relationships. It's, it's reality. Yes, you can commit to something and chill, yeah. but you're talking about trying to encompass everyone in that, and that's not reality. It's impossible. It doesn't work like that. I know niggas that are straight-up apes. Yeah. We're like, and I'm a man that I'll be with you on the ape shit. Like, you ever go to the zoo and it's like, <laughs> you know how the one gorilla is doing this shit and wilding, and it's like one gorilla just in the back, and he's just like, that's me. Like, I'm just, yeah. I'm just chilling. But it's like, I know niggas that be acting like park apes. They smacking the glass when they see kids and shit. It's what it is. Not everybody be on that, but not everybody be on that. Yeah. So for us to try to condemn a motherfucker when I know it's other, I know it's other people in that organization. Shit, the chick worked in that organization. Yeah. They said the husband found out on the ring cam. Yeah. He watched and went, and went to Brad and was like, "I want this out." He watching her on the ring cam. She like, "Yeah, I can't wait to get some of that." <laughs> that mushroom head is, was yeah. killing me last night, but I need some more. Yeah. He went to, it's the fear of a black penis shit, where he went to Brad and was like, I want this shit out because he fucked my wife. I want the world to know he fucked my wife. Why? Why are y'all so committed to taking your L's in public? Oh. A nigga fuck my girl tomorrow. I don't, I ain't telling you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm I'll, just, I'll probably I'm a, see it in your I'm face. A, I'm going to be home crying. You're going to be like, what's wrong? Are you crying? Bald you coming out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I hit my toe on that little thing that stick out on the bed frame. When you want to record, we can record on the 19th. Nigga, it's the 26th. Of December. <laughs> <laughs> we can record again on the 19th of December. <laughs> Going through some things right now. He shitting me. I've been a listen, man. Christmas Eve. Like, shout out to Cleon. I'm going to use a note out of Cleon book. I dated a lot of women. I've been in relationships with a lot of women. I hurt a lot of women. I did good by a lot of women. But a lot of women hurt me, and a lot of women did bad by me, too. I've been on both sides of the gun, and I just understand human nature. And just because somebody do some fucked up shit don't make, necessarily make them a fucked up person. Oh. Unless, there's a, unless there's a pattern of behavior where it just keeps happening, 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 happening. Because it's just like, yo, you got to decide in your own individual life and relationships what you prioritize and what's important to you. There's women out here, believe it or not, that are like, yo... 
my man fucking take care of home. I ain't got, I could work if I want to, if I don't want to. This nigga take care of everything. He a good father. He's a good leader, da 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 da. But he gets some pussy every now and again. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and they be cool with it. They be understanding of that shit. And we just pretend like this doesn't exist or like they're the exception when in reality, if you really dug into most people's personal business, if they were wanted to tell you, you would understand a lot of people got various arrangements. Like, a lot of fucking marriages on successful people are arranged and, and it's a business uh, it's a business agreement and they understand that like, yo, for the greater good of this family and this legacy, I gotta get my dick sucked every Tuesday by Consuela. It yeah. is what it is or it ain't gonna work. And they be like, uh, I, I do like the dawn. Like, the dawn yeah. looks great outside. Like, yeah. I'm but good. not even on the super successful level. But, but there's a reason why those you see divorce. You know who gets divorced? Poor people. Yeah. Super successful people don't really get divorced. And when they do, they ain't tripping. Jeff and his wife got divorced. She the motherfucking uh, part owner of the Washington Wizards. And he motherfucking Jeff Bezos. And they both in line to buy the goddamn Phoenix Suns. Because we ain't tripping. They'll sleep in different rooms. You take that wing, I'll take this wing. Yeah. See you on Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> We'll walk outside together <laughs> for the neighbors. You get in your car, I get in my car. So, so every their relationships are not one size fits all. And at some point, we got to understand that and stop trying to put our ethics or our morals or how we live into other people's situations because who's to say that Nia Long wasn't complicit? Who's to say she didn't know? Who's to say that they wasn't getting down with the get down? Who say that it wasn't a three-way? Who's to say that the husband, that, that E-May wasn't fucking the wife on some cuckold shit and then the husband, then he dipped off and fucked her solo and then the husband had a whole outrage and had a meltdown and then now this consensual relationship went you to- You did it without me. You did it without me. You know I want to see that dick going in there. What you doing? <laughs> it, like, we don't know what this shit is because every relationship is not cookie cutter. It's not the same shit, yo. And, and the biggest point that you made and we made is this is none of our business no. for that reason because every relationship is different. Mm. Every relationship dynamic is different. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes a man in a position of power and a woman that's not, she's the one, she ends up with the power instead of him. So we pretend like this power dynamic shit only work one way. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. We're not going to do that. Because there's an element of fucking blackmail that could exist because she's, she know that he got more to lose than she do. Mm-hmm. Why are we acting like this? Like, this is crazy. Yeah, it's pretty fucking weird. It's pretty weird. It's very weird. It's strange. At the end of the day, it's fucked up, but he's cooked. Um, You know, he he's going to be... Uh, Coaching the the fucking the uh, what's the the, the the little eagles? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he gonna be he been coaching the motherfucking derby white fuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's he, about the only job he gonna get. Yeah. I hope he stacked this paper and made some smart investments. We're going into a we're officially in a bear uh, market. I hope it works out for him. Mm. I hope it was worth it. And that's my whole thing is like as men, we when, as men that ascend to certain levels, we got to exercise dick discipline and put it on ourselves. And sometimes just accept your your uh. Your pride in certain situations when it comes to intersexual dynamics should be in knowing that you could do something, but you didn't do it. My biggest issue with this, and, and this is just me personally, was like when it all came out and I had to like really sit and think about that shit. Like, I don't necessarily, this is me. I, I could be wrong. I don't feel like he initiated this shit. No. I, I just, I like, 
Cause you go at the the the, the vice president of finance's wife for the there organization. There has to be some form of social cues or flirting or something that crossed the line that let him know that this was a thing. Like she had to like true about Like she had to like forty five <laughs> picks in a row. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then he posted on and she double tapped with the heart eye emoji. Yeah, something. Something had to happen. Like I can't see him. Yeah, he he like, damn, what's going on with you? You all right? Oh no, I'm just sitting here playing with my rose. Wait a minute. <laughs> Well, That's the yeah. invitation. Yeah. Social cues. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's like we ain't like we gotta start. We gotta stop acting like. How my ass look at this picture? Yeah, exactly. I, I think my ass is getting too large. What do you think? Yeah. My husband said he doesn't like it. What do you think? They say black guys all are all about the ass. Yeah. Next thing you know, you fucking the VP of finance's wife. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> like, how does the VP of finance keep? Finance and VP League. <laughs> After that, at the organization, how do you just come in on Monday and just P and L's is all fucked up? Yeah. Like, like that's a crazy the cash scenario. flow statement is cooked. Like yeah. nigga can't focus. Like you just back at work just after all of this. Shit. Like how does that work exactly? Like crazy. Man, listen. As much as uh, you know, we progress as a society. At our core, we still are what we are, which is carnal fucking creatures and carnal animals. And, you know, you put males and females together. You put shit, males and males together, women and women together. People going to fuck, man. Like, it is what it is. Like, it's not exclusive man, to I, hetero males fucking when you, poaching on women. I'm Trust me, because I, I, I think I can speak on this because I'm probably the most tenured at a one position in this room. I'm telling you, and, and, and that's a position where you have a communal space, like a break room and shit. When you really, really see it, and like, and it's so funny because I'd be like out of people business because I don't really give a fuck about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then I'll have like a conversation with one of the chicks in there and she'll tell me this or somebody will say this. And, I, and they'll be like, wait, what's going on? And be like, yeah, you ain't know they've been dealing with each other or so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so is pregnant with the baby. And then, you know, the, he, that, and the wife found out and then she was up here and the, and like, wait, what? Like, and yeah, yo, that shit, it, 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 it's, it's on. Yeah. It's on. If anything that all these strange ass podcasts um, about relationships and intersectional dynamics and dating has taught us is that, the vast, major, the vast minority of men are fucking the majority of women. So this is right on brand for that and understanding that. Like somewhere between 10 to 25% of men are having sex with 80, 90% of women because certain qualities that, that successful men possess, all women are into that. Mm-hmm. And this is this, it's going to happen. This motherfucker's a dynamic leader. He took two fucking young dickheads and fucking uh, Tatum and fucking and Brown and turned them into fucking superstars. Mm-hmm. Took him to the fucking finals. Was up 2-1 in the goddamn finals, and then they eventually imploded, but that wasn't because of him Brad and Brad Stevens coaching. is considered one of the greatest minds in the NBA. He did what Brad Stevens couldn't do. So And Brad Stevens got promoted to motherfucking uh, president of basketball operations. Because Brad Stevens' mind is that it's, fucking good. It's that fucking good. And it's like, yo, maybe the sideline isn't where you're best needed. Let's put you in a higher position than this, this, and this. So if I'm Eme and I'm coming through, and this is where the dick discipline comes into play, it's like understanding that the guy that had your job before you was running the whole show now, that's your, that's your mark. So you got to understand, let me just keep my head down, stay, on, fucking stay focused, coach these young niggas up, fucking turn, turn a couple more niggas into all-stars, Yo, I'm going to be running the show here. Keep watching Love Jones every night. <laughs> every night. You know what I'm saying? Watch Friday a couple times. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That jogging scene, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And stay the fuck focused. Yeah. Or fuck some hoes that don't work here. 
Either way, like he he's out of pocket for falling to the temptation. But let's not act like he's the only one ever in the history of mankind that fell victim to temptation. Look at Vince McMahon right now. Man, Vince McMahon fucking anything that walked through that joint. Vince McMahon had a slush fund, same way Harvey Weinstein yeah. had. Man, get that bitch two million. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. Can you wrestle? No, all <laughs> right, man. <laughs> wrestle this dick. Yeah, yeah. Wrestle this cock. Huh? Like real shit. Vince McMahon said they said he paid out almost twenty million to the hush money he was giving. Hey, bitch, shut up, man. Yeah. Keep that mouth quiet. Oh. Vince, I'm Vincent K. McMahon. Yeah. I ain't my daddy. I ain't my daddy. Dropping yeah. dick. Yeah. You hear me? This ain't Georgia wrestling <laughs> over here. This is worldwide wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> real shit. But yeah, man. I, I, you know. Ime is a, is, a, is a man. We've reached a new level of wokeism in society where yeah. a consensual relationship gets you raked over the coals. Consensual sex. Get consensual you raked over the Consensual heterosexual. Heterosexual. <laughs> consensual heterosexual sex. Will get you raked over the coals on a one-year suspension. And might not work again. Crazy. And it's going to be a strength and conditioning coach for us all over. Yeah, but strength and conditioning in the Canadian football league. Like, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, he going to be like motherfucking uh, my man Ted Lasso. He going to be coaching soccer. Real shit. So, like I said, I, I'm I'm not mad at eBay. You know, he he fucked up. You know what I'm saying? He made some bad decisions. Definitely but fucked up. he's not the first person to make that decision. Trust and believe. And he ain't going to be the last. Furthermore. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to just go keep it all the way live. It's people that get promoted because they fucking the bosses and the managers. Uh, hello. I, I, I've seen it. Trust me. It's going on right now. It's people listening to this podcast know what I'm talking about. She getting 10 out of 10s on a performance review. It's just, <laughs> it's just reality. It's, it's, it's life. To the point where like I see it go on and I don't even trip about it. It's not even like news to me. I know she was fucking the manager. I know he was fucking the little bitch that was in training. I know this. And like, yes, I don't care. Do you have any overtime on the 49? <laughs> <laughs> don't give a fuck. Seriously. That's not what I'm here for. That's I'm not, not what I'm here. I'm, I don't care. So I don't give a fuck. Like, and that, that's, again, the, the selective outrage shit. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Shout out Boston Richie. Yeah. Blame <laughs> Rob Diddy. <laughs> trying to send him the voicemail. He keeps calling. After but, looking at my story that I'm <laughs> recording. But, yeah, man, it just, like I said, E-May's a man. He did some man shit. He fucked up. She fucked up. This shit shouldn't have been out in the fucking public to begin with. Yeah. But when it comes to, and that's the, 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 we heighten things when it comes to these people. You know what I mean? Because I'm going to just keep it a buck. A lot of these people that y'all go crazy for and follow and, I, like, I'm be honest with you. I don't follow Eme on Instagram or not. I don't give a fuck about Eme. Yeah. Like, PNB Rock's girlfriend. There's no reason to follow her. It's just not. Seriously, I'm being all the way honest. Man, I didn't, I didn't like no less than 34 zillion uh, pictures on my Explore page. I don't follow none of them girls. Like, <laughs> you ever see when... Like, nice ass, but I don't follow them girls. Like, like, somebody who becomes famous, then, like, their baby mom or their brother or their sister mm-hmm. has 200,000 followers. And it's like, look at, like, Patrick Mahomes' brother. Like, why are y'all this weird, yo? Why are y'all following uh, rich homie Quan's baby mom? <laughs> 
Like what? Like yeah. like you know. all little baby baby moms got a million followers. <laughs> And a million dollars. And multi-millions of dollars. <laughs> like in the grand, like, like I get, there's nothing I'm going to get out of following Freeway's baby mom. <laughs> nothing. But people will make celebrities and make social like figures out of these people mm-hmm. to where it's like, now we, I've seen Eme more times this week than I've seen the fucking president. Straight up. You understand what I'm saying? Not exaggerating at I'm all. I'm not making that no. up. I've seen Emay more times this week than I've seen the president. This is, we, we, we are cooked. Yeah, this is junk. This is absolute <laughs> junk, dog. Junk. I haven't seen Mayor Kenny since Mayor Kenny said, I'm sick of being the mayor. <laughs> Real shit. I've seen Emay and, and it just way more times. It's a bad job, man. Like Doc Rivers with the with the tweets. Yeah. I've seen that. And it's just like, yo, at the end of the day, do Doc Rivers understand the internet? No, he's an old know. nigga that don't understand 60 the plus. Like, but at the end of the day, him liking tweets doesn't do anything for my life. Yeah, Doc, somebody just got to teach Doc the burner game. Yeah. <laughs> like, he need to have a console. He need to pay KD for a consultation. Yeah, well, little baby say, no, nah, you burst. can't follow me on my fence, though. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it's just, but that's not news. That's not anything that. Shot news. Yeah, so that was my biggest thing. Like, why the fuck? Like, this this shouldn't even be out. But if y'all, like, you don't want a life where your personal shit is under a microscope. I don't know anybody that could withstand that. Yeah. yeah it's a bad job. It's a bad job, man. Shout out to E-May. Hope you Hopefully you land on your feet. They, uh, they, they purposely, like, made him... Uh, the fall guy and all of this oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Cause they knew like, if we just cut ties with him, he going to be, they going to, a nigga going to get fired to hire him. If you just say, Oh, conduct detrimental to the team, whatever, whatever. He going to get a new job immediately. Anywhere. Mm-hmm. He's a fantastic coach. I'm going to hire him in the Lakers. Who, who coaching the Lakers? Fire that nigga. <laughs> hire he made a day. Who is the Lakers coach? I don't even know. It's not Vogel. No, Vogel got fired. Oh, it's uh, Darvin Ham. Ham, right, Ham. And I like Darvin Ham. Darvin Ham fucking turn, uh, helped turn Giannis into MVP. But fire that nigga. Where, where he made yeah, it? I give her the Ham for <laughs> In a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. He may going to have the hose at the game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm joking. Yeah, this is the E-May section yeah. right here. These all E-May bitches. <laughs> And that's the crazy part. He ain't gonna get so many more hoes off of this. Oh design. my goodness! <laughs> he goes to another team like, listen, yo, you can fuck these ones. Yeah, <laughs> she's off limits. I'm letting you know. Right. Like you can fuck all seventy five other. He may gonna get seven thousand more hoes off of no. this. No. So what was all the girls at the Celtics going crazy yeah. about? That's what I'm trying to understand. Yeah. He's gonna yeah. dethrone Wilt. <laughs> yeah. Don't let Nia stay. It's on. Yeah. Oh, so you light skinned and African, huh? Yeah. Yeah. But I got nothing else for this one. You uh, got anything else? Uh, we we kind of already touched. It was my fourth topic was the Roxboro shooting shit. We kind of touched on it a little bit. Um, it's unfortunate. It, it just it's unfortunate. Kids killing kids, man. Kids that, killing that's kids. That's just where we at. Ain't, no, ain't nothing you can say about it because. And to to my bigger thing is I was a Roxboro resident for ten years. I was for a couple years. I loved Roxboro. It was it was perfect. It was basically like a little suburban utopia within city limits. Uh huh. And historically, Roxboro was the number two for the last thirty years, the number two safest neighborhood in the city of Philadelphia. To where in twenty twenty one into twenty twenty two, 
every week is some crazy next level Roxborough story. Mm-hmm. And I was there a couple of days ago uh, picking up mail from one of my P.O. boxes and shit. And I'm just seeing like the little nigglets with like the shices on and mm-hmm. dingy white tees and shit like that. And it's just like, mm. like this is the manifestation of like kind of what happened in Mount Airy where it's like, yo, y'all parents moved here to give y'all niggas a better life. And y'all just turned this shit into gangland. Yeah, this like, shit. Y'all brought the bullshit from West Philly and North Philly and and Southwest and all that. I I go further than that. Southwest. Like, I don't know if you really get into, like, the history of Southwest. Oh, yeah. You know, like, 66 and Dix and 67th and Buis and 68th and Greenway. That shit was all white. Yeah. I lived there when it was still white. My dad bought the the house on Buis Ave in 1970. He was the first black on the block. They yeah. hadn't even constructed past the breezeway. Right. Like 80th Street didn't even exist. Think about it. Pepper didn't get built till 74. Right. So none of that shit was even out there. That shit was all white. Like I can vividly remember we used to, we called the wreck, the wreck and Elmwood was white boy. You used to go up to Elmwood and we would go up there and play basketball. And around like five, six o'clock during the summer every day, the white boys would show up with hockey goals and beer and they'd have all yeah. the white women with them with no butts and they would have <laughs> their hockey skis. They, I mean, they skates and yeah. they, they would start like skating around the court. Like, all right, fellas, you know, get ready to wrap it up. Cause they playing hockey all right. night out this jump. Real shit. You go to Elmwood park. We were like the minority at Elmwood park in the yeah. baseball leagues, the, the, the summer league, like yeah. playing for the giants and Astros. We were like the minority. Cause it was a bunch of white parents, white kids. Cause all of Elmwood was white. The whole Elmwood, like 75th Street, yeah. it was very few. Like Wick and all of that, they was few and far in between. And as you got deeper and deeper going up, like I can remember Dom's Deli. I can remember the Whalens that had the fucking uh, little convenience store across from where Eckerd used to be. Fox Cleaners, fucking uh, uh, Philly's Famous. This shit was all Falones. Mm-hmm. That shit was all white people, white businesses. Rosie's Tavern, that was white. It was all white people. Yeah. And you saw the shift happening to where it was like black people were moving in and not like niggas, like good black people yeah. who were work because you had to work to live there. Like I told you, I can remember what everybody on my block did for a living because you don't live in Penrose without a, like a employment. Yeah. And then once that Section 8 shit started happening and the shit started flipping, like, you know how Section 8 cribs flip is constant revolving doors and shit to the point where like. People are getting shot up in Penrose now. Mm-hmm. Like, dead ass. Motherfuckers, there's been a couple motherfuckers killed out there in the last couple of years. And it's just like, I drive through it, it's almost unrecognizable to me. And it's just like, yeah, like all over the city, things are just changing like a motherfucker. And you got this shit now where, don't it almost feel like it's too many kids? Way too many. Don't it feel like it's like... Way I, too many. Like, I remember when we was kids, it was a bunch of us, and we would like, you know, you would go to the let out at Overbrook, or you would go to Bartram let out, or you'd go to this joint, or whatever, whatever. But it just feel like now, when it's, it's hundreds, if not thousands, of these kids all the time in these groups. And I, it's just like, it, it, there's nowhere for them to go. I'm furious. I got to to put one of them motherfuckers down. Bro, I said that shit to Lee the other night. That shit at Wawa, I'm like, yo... I know that they was in the parking lot, you know, wilding the fuck out. So sure enough, there's supposed to be another video. They was like on top of people's cars and shit. It's just like, you come outside, a motherfucker on top of your car. Literally. You, you know, I got to get y'all off the car. Right. You know what I'm saying? This custom paint on this beam. Like, y'all <laughs> got to get y'all down. You off have of to this get beam. off the car. You have to it's get off. It's non-negotiable. You yeah. have to get off this motherfucker. And that, that's a fear for me where it's just like, yo, I, I would hate to have to do that. But if it's 10 of y'all coming at me with hoodies and shit, 
Me and Kev was out talking the other night, just outside, and this niggas, little niggas just walking down the street with their hands in their pockets with, with masks on. Yeah. And it's just like, where do they get them from? I don't see them, like, in stores. Like, I, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know where don't to get them. Like, it ain't like a Model is still right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me get the shiesty. Hey, gotta go to Moe's, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Ordering them drones off StockX. Yeah. Should take 92 business days. Man, my, when my shiesty come, it's on. Yeah. All these niggas. Yeah, no. Nah, Way too many kids. The, the shit of Roxborough was just like, you know, I used to do the Roxborough school trip every day. So mm-hmm. I used to sit at Roxborough every day on Fountain Street. Like, just sitting there. And I... And I I remember when I went to Saul, because I went to Saul. You know, we Roxborough was like our rival, essentially. Mm-hmm. Swear to God, we used to play them in basketball. They would come down to our field. We would play football with them and shit out not by the big Saul sign or whatever. Um, there were a couple times we had, like, little fights and shit. Like, we'd meet up at Wissahickon Transcender. Yeah. A fight might break out. But not, that would be the, the worst of it, a fight. You know what I'm saying? Some shit like that. We all end up on the nine. Yeah. I remember we got in. Motherfuckers got into it with the driver on the 27, and he put everybody off the bus. So we walked up uh, Leverington. To Ridge Avenue, and then we got on the nine, and it's a bunch of them on the nine, you know, shit yeah. like that. But like, not a, a ambush where five people get shot at the school grounds. Yeah. Like that, that's just kind of like what. And it's just what we go back to. These kids are lit. They're they're just way too developed and exposed, and just. Like, the shit the other day, the girl, the 17, she's like, yeah, I live in Miami. I just came back from London. We was in New York recording. I'm just like, how are you doing all of this yeah. at 17? What the fuck? I didn't have reliable transportation at 17, let alone be jet-setting and fly- traveling internationally. 17, I was stacking my fingers. <laughs> like, real shit. Like, it just, they're, 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 they move like adults because we don't shelter them anymore. Yeah. Like, I remember when we was kids, we used to really ride bikes, like pedal bikes. Like, yeah. get on the pedal bikes and, like, go to West Philly and go to Darby and go to Sharon Hill and all that. And the kids now, they ride those bikes, but they'll clap you because they all got a little bag with a little throwaway in it. And it's just, they're, they're just, they're something else now. Mm-hmm. It's, <laughs> they made themselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it, it just, it, it's, it's scary because it's like, God damn, like. What do you do with, with your kids? Like, I know I know a lot of people who have kids and they're like really struggling. Like, I don't I don't know what to do because here goes the catch 22. There's really nowhere for them to go. Exactly. The pools don't open no more. Remember when camp was like a real yeah. thing? Like, it was like a thing. Like, oh, what camp you going to this summer? Oh, man, my mom got me in YMCA on 52nd yeah. Street, nigga. Chief, chief. You know what I'm saying? We could be right up there. Oh, no, we going to Beulah over, over on uh, Spruce Street. Like, it was like a thing to have camp to have resources in your community we had summer league games we had i remember they used to have tennis uh training at the at the rec Mm -hmm. like like no bullshit them tennis courts been falling apart for the last 15 years i can remember when they used to do tennis training at the rec there was shit going on the community helped out i remember my my first summer like wanting to work i was like 13 or 14 mr barry lived on my block he owned a cleaning service where he did dry cleaning like mobile so he would come pick your clothes up. They had a warehouse down 52nd and Parkside. They did all the dry cleaning there, and he would do drop-offs and shit. I worked with him for the summer. Yeah. Just to see what it was like working with somebody who had a business, and he paid me, and it was all good. Like, you know, and it's just, there was shit like that. Right. Like, how Mitch say, just take one. It, like, don't exist no more. So you got kids that are just in droves and they got nothing to do. They're on Reddit. They're on Instagram. Quavo told them they losers if they don't go get an icy Cartier. And the bitches is like, I ain't fucking with you if you ain't no stepper. Yep, exactly. And, 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 I mean, people you kill. 
I seen a little nigga the other day straight was like, niggas be talking like, nigga, I don't know who you is. Like, you ain't catch no wreck. And it's just like, that's really a thing now. Like, what wreck you done, Court? Yeah, wait, we said, I mean, we've said it a million times on the shows. Like, once we start giving fucking uh, social currency to motherfuckers for doing fucking acts of violence, it finished us. Like, it finished society because now it's like, yo, you got kids. Literally, it was a situation where it was like a 14-year-old kid up, uh, like, Overbrook Park. He ended up getting arrested or whatever the case may be. And it was like, he was a basketball star. And this motherfucker ended up with, like, four or five bodies or some shit like that. Like, mm. I don't play ball no more. I shoot shit up. I'm a stepper now. Like, it's like, what the fuck? I told you, the first time I heard that shit, I was on my grandpa block, and one of the little niggas who was a you know, complete knucklehead and been through a bunch of shit, he was like, yeah, you know, Matt, like, and the niggas be playing with us. Like, we don't play that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? We be stepping on these niggas. And I was just like, yeah, y'all got a drill team? Like, y'all know you used to play the drums. Like, y'all ain't, y'all ain't say nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm going to get my drum right now. Like, I, that, it's just as nuts to me that that's really where these young motherfuckers is at. We stepping and drumming and drilling. So shit like this, and, and, and this, have you noticed over the last three, four years that every day the headline becomes more and more ridiculous? Oh, yeah. That's really what's going on. We are regressing bad as mm-hmm. shit. We're going backwards in a way that I've just... Dog, we had 406 murders. We aren't in October, my Here's nigga. Here's the thing. We was at 397 on, like, Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Wednesday. We had 406. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit like that. We ain't checked the phones yet. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no end in sight. <laughs> there's there's no there's no clear, like, end in sight to where it's like, all right, so this going to happen, and this going to happen, and then it's going to turn around. It's like, no, we don't know where the end is. Because everything back in the day was targeted. All right, these, these niggas beefing. Exactly. Right, they beefing us that. Yeah, don't go around there with them around. niggas because yeah. they got beef they with got these the, niggas. Yeah, you, you knew where to stay from. Everything was... Kinda uh, consolidated. We had 560 murders last year. Mm-hmm. I thought we only had 499. No, that was the year before. Year before. 20 just loaded. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you figure if we're doing at 562, that means you're averaging 40 to 45 a month. So yeah, we're gonna be around that again this year. Yeah. yeah. Damn. I, for yeah. some reason, I thought we didn't hit five. No, niggas saw the four ninety nine. It was like, oh, oh say less. Mm. <laughs> niggas took the four ninety nine as a challenge. Like, oh, we we ain't hit five. Oh, we ain't hit a nickel. Oh, oh man, we playing games. Damn. And I've been through some war years where it was some shit going down, but you wasn't scared to go to Wawa. Yeah, because it didn't involve you. If it yeah. wasn't involving you. And that's the that right there is the craziest part of everything when it comes to PNB ride. When it comes to you can realistically just be minding your business, just existing, just doing what the fuck and you, you going. And I said here. that shit like, like a lot of people hit me when I said that shit. I don't know if I said it on here at a Patreon. I think it was a Patreon where I talked about leaving out of the house and having like a fear of like, I, there's a chance I could not come back because today just be the day that somebody decides fuck it. Yeah. Did you see the guy who got killed the other day walking down the street? Mm-hmm. The kid for no reason. It was it was at a, a yeah, Drexel. Drexel campus. The kid was just like walking back and forth for a whole hour. Dude gets off of the train, comes up. He's going to his his room on the Drexel campus. He walks past him. They exchange no words, nothing. Dude pulls a gun out, shoots him in the back of the head. Wow! Like you you yeah. you. Did you see the lady in New York was going to work? She she works at the uh uh at uh I want to say JFK. She was on her way to the airport. 
She got off the train. She came up the steps. She got up the steps. Dude just ran up from behind her and hit her in the head with a bottle. She, it, the craziest part about the video is there was a guy in front of her who ran the fuck off. And I'm like, why the fuck did he, you know what I'm saying? But the dude grabbed her, threw her head first into the fucking, the booth where the, where the ticket person sit, threw her head first into the booth, kicked her, beat her, all this crazy shit. Long story short, completely smashed her retina on the mm. right side of her face. So they said she's going to lose the vision in her right eye because she can't see her eyes like completely. They got, they had to sew it shut. Wow. Like they sewed her eyes shut. They said she's probably going to lose the vision in the right eye. They locked him up. But apparently he's got all these charges. He he beat his grandmother to death when he was eight, when he was 14 and 95. He beat his grandma, his foster grandmother, beat her to death. Wow. He did something else. Somebody, he got like all these joints. He was, he was out on parole. But and now he done did this. And they said when he when he did it, he was screaming and hollering about the devil or some shit. But the lady's like she had no, never seen him. No, no, and it's just... I'm watching the video like I would I, I would kill someone. Yeah. Like if that shit happened to Lee, I, I I'm not joking. Like I would smash your like nigga. <laughs> I'm telling I'm, I'm, is coming I'm out. I'm telling you, yo, I would kill somebody. Damir's in a shiesty. Dog. Yeah, nigga come up with a shiesty. <laughs> <laughs> I was double trouble, nigga. <laughs> double. Real talk, man. Real talk. Yeah, we gotta get it together, man. We gotta get we gotta get serious. Real shit. That's it. Sheesh. Uh, it's been another episode of Realist Podcast. Ever, we appreciate y'all listening. Uh, we didn't sure even you... plan to go three hours, but we no. owed y'all. We, we uh, we, we definitely we... owed y'all. Make sure y'all share this content. Like, um, if you're not subscribed to the YouTube already, subscribe. We've been doing much, much better with the YouTube. Shout out to all the new uh subscribers on YouTube. Uh, everybody be tapping in with us, commenting weekly, man. We appreciate y'all. We're going to be pumping out a lot more content on YouTube going forward just to keep pinging this algorithm, man. Um, you know, shout out to the three good people we did meet at the Revolt <laughs> Summit. Shout out to all three of y'all, you know what I'm saying? And, well, uh, shout out to the Dan Hive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout <laughs> out to the Dan, Dan Hive is real. <laughs> I mean, we're going to get the big Dan interview popping real soon, you know what I mean, for y'all. And, uh, yeah, man, that's all I got, man. Check us out on Patreon. Patreon.com slash official TRPE. We out of this thing. Peace. Peace.